What's up, everybody? This is NFL Network's Adam Ray. This is only Your Coach. Kid. This is Matt Waldman. This is Chris Zorch from your Chicago Bear. I'm Dion Miller. Dan Weaver. Hey, man, it's Rashad Whitfield. I'm Courtney Cronin. Hey, this is David Kaplan. Listen to me. You want to learn football? Listen to my guy, Phil and Shane. Shane and Phil. Shane and Phil. Oh, Phil. On the Tape Never Lies Network. On the Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network. The Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network, home of the greatest Chicago Bears fans on earth. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Keeping it 100. Yes! What? Oh my Here it is! Oh, yeah. The Tape Never Lies. You'll never know how good your football team's gonna be until you play with maximum passion. Keep me 100. Open competition over the North and never give it back. Smartest man. My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. show on the planet bar none well another horrible loss for our bears there are a lot of problems is it justin i can't see the fields is it luke i just don't get it i I don't know there's there's so many things to talk about so we got another great show of course for you we got the big man steve edwards gonna be on to talk all things bears so let's bring on 
the man. There he is. What up, Claude? What up, Draft Doctor Phil? What up, bro? Everybody likes me on the left. I'm like Rihanna. To the left, to the left. You know what? Neo wrote that song. And I happened to see Neo live. I was right in the front row, Claudio, of Neo, who was outstanding. You mean from The Matrix? or The singer, Neo. No, just... (laughs) Where's Alan Bradshaw? We brought up The Matrix. What's up? (laughs) Have you seen The Matrix yet, dude? (laughs) Where Uh, is Bradshaw? Oh, my God. I needed therapy. I talked to... A lot of people today. Uh, did I say Rihanna? It's Beyonce. Beyonce. Dom is. It's really Neo Dom who wrote the song. And I know. I messed it up. Beyonce. Sorry, Jay Z, who's in my top five rappers of all time. Still There's waiting for that list, Phil. We're still There's waiting. There's a for teaser. Jay Z. Jay-Z is in the top five. Nas, Nas has to be up there. Uh-huh. I can't no. wait. Come if on. the Bears win a game, that week will come out. Okay. Uh, so 2025, we'll, we'll get it. 2025. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, on, the, on, the rate, on the rate we're going, man. I mean, bro. I mean, obviously, just... there is like, I mean, just today, obviously, so many things happen to talk about. Besides the Justin Fields, besides the game, I mean, I don't know if we're going to have enough time on this show to get into today, everything. Today is a day, Claudio. And I know you fans are checking in now. I see the number going up and up. We're at 420. I want to say this. I have a lot to say about the Chicago Bears. And I want to gather my thoughts. I'm trying to find out. Shane was under the weather. So I don't know if Shane is coming on the show or if he's not. He never updated me. So he could have just literally passed out like almost 100,000 Chicago Bears fans should just lay down and pass out. Um, let's address a few things first before the elephant in the room that is obviously going on now i just wanted sheree as the producer i was on the practice field from five o'clock i literally ran off the field at 8 10 after sprints and a breakdown and then i'm here so i got a couple texts while i was obviously practicing saying nathan peterman was cut or waived today is this true yes she's saying so this is true so this okay Huge, huge. There's a lot to unpack here. As my assistant coach, Coach Fisher, would say, I don't know if I have the bandwidth for this. I I am finding the bandwidth for this. I feel like tonight is going to be a BHL rant in a few, but I want to address the big things. And the big things of today have been, okay, we know there's drama in the organization right when your quarterback comes out and points the finger dead at the coaching staff it is not a good scene 
in Chicago. We all know that because now, listen, Justin Fields, I've never flip-flopped. I don't manipulate shit like some people do on the internet. I Everybody has their warts, but I have never, ever said Justin Fields is a bust. However, losing 12 games in a row and performing like he has the past two games to open the season has been a finger-pointing Wizard of Oz scarecrow directions of bullshit. Right now, looking at the tape, Justin Fields is a problem. He is. He doesn't see the field. And I've talked about a bunch of stuff, and a lot of people can manipulate, but I've never, ever went against what I saw. And what I saw on the field is him missing as much as I hate Getze, and I don't think they're running the correct offense for Justin Fields. If you follow this network, you know exactly the offense that I would run. I've, I've said it a thousand times. I'm not afraid to say it. I've never backed down. I said Cole Komet is average at best. We don't pay. At, let's see how he plays. They paid him. He's terrible. He's even worse on tape. When we get in the I formation, we have success each and every time. Every time. We get out of it immediately. It, I don't care. Toss left. We're going to go for 28. The next play, we're in the gun. There's no consistency in the play call. There's nothing to counter what it is you do successful. So the problem I have, and, and our guest will come on, and me and him will talk football, is that there's a parachute clause. There's a parachute clause. It's like everybody's picking a side. As much as Luke Getze is a problem and should have been fired after the double screen, our guy Justin Fields has been awful. So how, and I'll say this to people, I've never ever came off, I would have taken Mac Jones' story. No matter how many times people have asked me, right, Claudio? Yeah. If you're going to do it again, I would, I go with what I see. This isn't rewriting history. I have said many times before, and I got abused by it, and you can line up to apologize. Line up and apologize. When your quarterback is more worried about swag than slants, fades, and footwork, there's a problem. I'll say it again. When Visorgate was founded, thank you, Barstool, for doing that, and my stance on him wearing a shield was not anything to do with epilepsy. That went out the window. That theory is not even existing. Sorry, blog boys and people that came at me. When it came to fruition that he wore a gold visor to warm up, to look cool, then takes off that visor before the game and puts on a clear visor, I say, F the visor, right? F the visor, right? But think about this. What are my check downs? 
What am I doing in pass pro? If we go twins and we see this, what all these things are in your head, right? As a quarterback in the NFL with the game plan and the responsibilities of all this, and you're worried about the gold and the clear and how you look, that's got to stop. That's number one, Justin. Take it all off. Today, he stood at the podium agitated, angry, upset, and focused on himself, right? He took shots. He threw shade at the coaching staff. And he's pissed off. Good. Because somebody's got to step up here in this situation. But those are the issues. And I've always told you, and if you watch my tape breakdowns from last year, and if you're a patron now, because I've taken them all off YouTube, Claudio, and we'll put some snippets out there. But if you're a patron, or if you're not a patron and you want to be, sign up because you're going to get the most thorough evaluation of the tape. And I'm not talking about just the quarterback. We don't do just the quarterback, Claudio. Do the whole team. The, offensive all line, the tight yep. end. Who's running their routes? Is the pickup there? Is the check down there? Is the read there? That's what we need to do and understand. It's not just Justin. Although Justin is awful right now. Well, so I'm, I'm no, I just want to say, so with him putting, pointing his finger at the coaches, I mean, I think that's bad in any, any way you shape it. It shouldn't, you know, publicly doing that is not good, but he could be so frustrated because do you think they are actually telling him not to run? Because I last year, last year when you had, asked the question, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, don't, go ahead. don't say last year. Yeah. Completely and utterly. The kid feels boxed in. Thank you for bringing up this point because I was going to bring it up with Steve, but we're going to do this there. Um, the reality of a quarterback expressing completely transparent. I got to be me. I got to be me. Yeah, you see the last question. He is fired up. And that's a showcase of, yes, Claudio, this coaching staff, whoever, I can't say for him, obviously, we have to look at the offensive coordinator and the head coach in this situation, decided, we want to make you a pocket passer. Yeah. We want to make, and that is the opposite of the Atoshin way. You don't change this kid to be something he's not. All right? You don't worry about Adam Schefter, the fantasy crew, the NFL total access, the NFL whatever fucking show they have now. You don't worry about what anybody else is saying. You worry about your talent. What does Justin do really well? And you build your offense around his talents. He's not... A, 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 a guy that's going to be sitting in the pocket. You can't take away that and pull away his parachute. It's just ridiculous that this coaching staff has gone out of their way to change him. The, people tried to do that to Michael Vick, right? The same thing happened. So as a coach, your responsibility 
is looking at the talent of your team. Now, the GM looked at this, and he he got the offensive tackle, Claudio. He got the young buck. They traded for DJ Moore. We talked. There's no excuses. Justin Fields is mentally shattered right now. He is. And the only way he can fight himself out of this is what he did today. And this, yes, gimmed. G-I-M-D. This is completely a showcase of what transpired with Matt Nagy, 100% with Mitch Trubisky, and trying to do shit with Justin Fields. How fitting is is we have Matt Nagy on Sunday? Absolutely. How fitting is this? Absolutely. And listen, if you heard me, I will be transparent. I know for a fact that Justin had a problem with the Tyson Bajan contingency of fans cheering that it bothered him so the bears put him on third string to appease somebody's personality on the football no well you don't do that but it's not good that it bothered him if it really did bother him that's not good either that that's a problem that's That's what i'm trying to tell you no so justin can't just throw shade when he's getting everything he wants and now all of a sudden it's falling apart there's so many fucking layers here to this. Of comp- it's a showcase of why Eberflus and company should go, and we're not we're not even at the cherry on top of that yet. <laughs> but just how you're handling the quarterback, the preseason, all those fucking blog boys, preseason. I guess preseason matters. We had Chris Jackal come in to my office. You were right. I guess preseason matters. Yeah, I was fucking right. You have to. And Jamal, you know, I'm always going to keep it 100. If you're in this, this game of football has no color to me. None. I don't care if he was a a Hispanic quarterback, white kid, don't give two shits. If you make this about race, then you're the problem. Yeah. This is about a person who, the by the way, I believe he's half Hispanic. Right? Cherie. No. Justin's dad, Cherie. I think. Cherie's like. Can we look that yeah. up? I believe Cherie. I was told that. What do you think? Cherie. Wait, you got me looking, researching stuff now. Yeah, research that. Check that out. I was told that. I go, really? Because I didn't know that either. Check that out. They corrected me on Beyonce. You can correct me here. Sure, yeah, I'm sure the fans Either way, what I'm trying to point out is it doesn't give – I don't care what he is. It's the quarterback that I care about. I've always said this, and I use the worst quarterback I've ever seen for the Bears, Mike Glennon. As the perfect example, when you analyze tape, and there's a lot of frauds out there that do it because they don't completely understand, A, situational football, B, responsibility and technique, you have to see the whole picture. When I saw all these people doing this fraudulent thing and teaching people wrong, that motivated me to do this. With Justin... He's been god-awful in what they're asking him to do. I've showed you, if you are a patron, 
you can go over there now and watch. We watch the tape. You can go watch my analysis of the whole game offensively. If you aren't, you need to get over there to see it because it's it's putrid. And it's not just the quarterback. It's the tight end. It's the uh, – there's a play, a toss, quick toss. I said one guy in the history of NFL I've seen on tape not block anybody was Charles Leno on a toss. Well, Robert Tunyon joined the Leno club. He absolutely just stood out there and watched the play. I've, it's like little kid football. Go ahead, Cherie. His dad is black. And his mom is what? Black. Oh, so he's oh, no, Someone black. said in the chat he played for Puerto Rico and baseball. That, that's whatever. where it must have came. The whole point, from. for everybody to know. That's right. We're bringing Claudia. up race because some people bring up when you say something bad about Justin. There are people, not us, obviously, but there are people that don't think some black people, you know, black quarterbacks can play quarterback. So that we're just addressing that to try to say that this is not at all why, you know, anybody's no. saying anything bad. It's the tape shows. He has I don't it. like when people you know, shield. People, yeah. Oh, you're just being mad at Justin. You're critical because he's black. That will never That's happen ridiculous. here. I don't yeah. give a shit. No, they need to it's take the analysis, analysis in its totality. It shouldn't like. If you had a reputation for doing something like that, I can see that accusation. But because, like, like Claudio's saying, there are people that oh, just yeah. think that black men can't lead, so mm -hmm. they shouldn't be in a leadership position in the NFL. But you guys, I know, are not coming from that point. You evaluate the player for who they are and how they play, not what race they are. So yeah. that'll never. Thank you, Sheree. That <laughs> that will never ever happen. With in fact, Bryce Young was my guy. Caleb Williams is the best quarterback I've scouted in 15, 18 years. Okay. I don't give a shit. It's the player that defines the analysis on tape. Justin is the first we may one. Have to tell a you. Point. Yeah, Boston does have a reputation. No. We're not even well, we're fucking not, in yeah, Boston. Boston. It's like three hours <laughs> away. I haven't I been to Boston people. in 12 years. You live on the East Coast. You must live near Boston. We must be by Boston. We're way closer to New York than we are Boston. I'll tell you that. So let me tell you, New York, the birthplace of hip hop. Leave it at that. Straight like that. Cap. Right. Take that. That's what he says. Take that. But my real truth here and Rel Rel, he didn't take shit off. He wore it in the game again in hot, sweaty Tampa with the sun shining yeah. bright. He was, he was wiping it. Did you see He's him? He's wiping it all. I'm like, there was a couple times he was wiping thing. the condensation. Like, what are you I, doing, bro? I laugh when people. I I'm telling you, a quarterback that already has mechanical issues, and if you haven't seen it, I'll. There's a tap, and then there's kind of a, a pull and a wind up. When you have that on top of you're trying to process it and you have a visor on top of it, you're dealing with three things against you. Take the visor off. Now your split second is a little split more. You're not dealing with a, a glare or any kind of sweat in any inhabitants. Nothing's in, impeding what it is you're doing. And people can laugh. 
I've defend. I've never ever wavered, have I, Sheree? No, never. No, we 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 ragged on you when you first started. You ragged on me. Oh I yeah, we, in the private chat, we're like, feel so crazy. obsessed with the visor. Like, let it go. I would it, get so angry because I know as a coach, I did it with one of the kids on our team, a little kid. I'm like, take this visor off. He wanted to wear it. He can't see. I can't. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't see. So, well, but is there? So he does have the epilepsy. Is that? It's not for be, epilepsy not. at all. He went onto Barstool and admitted realm. that it was completely about swag. And you can go watch that interview. Wow. Um, I didn't see that. He might bug or speck of dirt in his eye. <laughs> well, I'd rather take the chance like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes without a shield than and and maybe getting a fly in your eye than getting glare that's going to be probably an 80% possibility depending on the sun so or the lights and in the uh, in a a dome I've heard all the things okay Justin though wants to take back and be himself hey all for it right now my belief in justin fields is very low and that's what the tape has told me i'm I'm sitting there looking at him and he's just late he's just inconsistent too much he misses even the touchdown throw even the touchdown throw he misses he he Forces that ball and kind of just luckily Winfield doesn't get there when he has Cole Komet wide open on an out and up. No one cover him. You stare off that safety, hit Komet. It's just a easy touchdown. He made it so little thing, even in a positive. Oh, but he scored a touchdown. You don't get it. You don't get it. These are the things that a quarterback in the NFL has to do. Not every quarterback is going to succeed. Not every quarterback's going to make it. It's just terrible. It's a terrible situation that the Chicago Bears have been quarterback starved for over 40 years or whatever. How long? Since Sid Luckman, we had a glimmer with Jim McMahon, but he was always hurt. You had Jay Cutler, and he was inconsistent. Rex Grossman, completely inconsistent. Eric Kramer for one year, 95. Then he got hurt. Jim Miller, we could go on and on. Mitch Trubisky, we pass on Mahomes and Watson. Now we have this terrible situation. Terrible situation. So it sucks. Now Justin... He did something that I want to say that he put himself on front street by doing what he did. He's exposing the head coach and his whole hits philosophy and together and the team and all of this. And then obviously, obviously, this news of Alan Williams resigning this morning. Now, this morning is key here. This morning is key because when Eberflus took the podium this afternoon, he basically 
kept a political, embarrassing, terrible stance on addressing this situation. And the situation is not a good one because there's a lot of allegations here that I'm not allowed. I can't say, but it is the worst thing. So what you think you might know, you probably don't know. What you think you might, it is that bad. It is to the point where this staff probably should all be fired. I will say that when the, from what I'm hearing. Um, so in that situation, Eberflus should have gotten at the podium and announced that Alan Williams is resigning. There is a situation that I can't talk about. I can't speak about this right now, but he is resigning from our football team. He is no longer with the team. He was asked several questions about it. These answers, if you read through it, sounded like, as I texted Shane earlier, that he is about to be fired, right? That's what it sounded like completely. But instead, we're going to take this easy way out, easy way out, and say he resigned earlier. This Well, why didn't you address that, Coach? Why didn't you address that? Why didn't you address your offensive coordinator? Calling two screens. You backed it up. You backed it up. It's terrible. It's terrible. The situation with the Chicago Bears and Allen Williams is is going to be ugly, guys. It's going to be very ugly. I mean, either way, whatever happened, obviously, you know, it's it's not good after two games for him to be resigning. So, um, you know, either way, we're, we're obviously, we don't know anything hundred percent, you know, so it's right. obviously what we're hearing and this and that everybody's hearing different things. His lawyers coming out and saying things. I mean, obviously the lawyer is going to come, his lawyer's going to come out and say it's, it's other stuff, but you know, we got to obviously wait and see, but either way, the fact is that he's gone. So now, now does that mean Iberflus is going to just keep calling plays like he did last game? Or well, you're the defense, you're the head coach number one. Or we bring so in somebody you're, in. you're responsible for this football team. So you have to be the defensive coordinator. In fact, if you don't like what the defensive coordinator is doing, it's your responsibility to course correct him and tell him what it is going wrong. For me, just like me, if I don't like what my DC is doing, it's my responsibility because the team is. My team, they're a reflection of me. They're not going to say the defensive coordinator's record under this is that. They're going to say Matt Eberflus's record for the last 12 games, he's an 0-12. They're not saying Allen Williams, right? They're not leading with that. So when you have a bunch of yes-men up at Hallis Hall and you hire these yes-men good old boy network coaches, you get these kind of problems that aren't good. They're not pretty. And when you're tackling these big issues and people are get so one-sided and manipulate things, it's, it's ridiculous. Here we go. Our first yes. super chat that I see right here. 
Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what it is right here. Gary Katakon. Is it Comic-Con or Katakon? Just stay with Gary. Don't they make sports goggles? A hundred percent they make sports goggles. The fact, Gary, is Justin, whether you agree or not, and some people agree with this. I want to look pretty on the football field. I want to get there an hour early and be on the football field. Hold on. Leave okay. his... <laughs> yes, you could super chat now. Yeah. We've opened this up to the fans, the TTNL fan, all 803 of you right yeah. now. Well, that, well, that's a big a big reason why we have to do it too, because I mean, me, Cherie, Ivan, you know, we're all in the background looking at, at, um, you know, comments, comments to put up, but oh, we read this many every people super chat. No, but yeah, when, when there's this many people, I mean, sometimes the comments it's go flying. quick, so we're not ignoring you, but you might, you guys all have really good questions and, and comments, but so now with the super chat, you, you're definitely going to get up there. You put a super chat up there. We're putting it up there. So Yeah, I can't even catch up to the comments, um, whether, but sports goggles are different. It's not for his vision, and he he himself, nobody else, no writer, no whisper in the background. I do it for the, she, the swag. I like the way I look with it. So there's nothing medical to it. It is what exactly I said. And sports goggles aren't going to help him because he doesn't need glasses. Although some people might argue that. Um, and that's talking about Justin Fields. Icy thinks we're overreacting after two games. Well, it's 12 <laughs> losses in a row, yeah. Icy. So that's a ice cold take. And it really doesn't even deserve to be on there. But I wanted to address it. Because the situation in and above itself isn't any fan reacting to this clown circus that the Chicago Bears are currently in. Look at their days today. Quarterback calls out coach. Coach lies again. Left tackle gets put on IR. Backup quarterback, for whatever reason, I'm telling you what it was. Who was the backup quarter? Who didn't earn the backup quarterback has been put all the way up. What out of this office? That's where we're at with him. He's gone now. Tyson Bajant has been moved. Do you think it's coincidental? He calls out the coaches. Tyson Bajant now is coming. To number two, we saw this. How how do we do this? How do I put their comments up, guys? We just click on them and just show it. It doesn't go. Yeah, right there, there we go. go. You guys do it. I got a hundred dollar one. Jesus I know. Christ! I know. Holy shit! Unbelievable! Wow. He threw a hundred dollars for that, Carrie. I'm going to give you a, an extra question. Thank you. Long overdue. Yeah. Carrie wow. Franklin. TTNL the best. Bring the $5 back. But I saw the 100 I was like, what the hell? $5. Back up. Thank you, man. I can see them, but I can't put it up when I click on it. So There's we... no leader within this locker room. 
from players to coaches, this team is moving without a head to guide it. TTNL 100. Who took it down? How does it go down? Leave it up there. TTNL 100 strength was G.O. G.O. You guys are killing me. <laughs> Where did G.O. go? I can see G.O. on my screen, but I can't bring him up. There he is. Yes. There he is. Oh, I'm right. we're, we're getting used to this here, guys. Hold on. We got to get used to it. Please be patient with us. Yeah. We're short staff. We're short staff, too. I got a text right from my business manager while the show is on. Don't forget the fucking super chat. Answer those questions. I go, super chat's on. Yeah. Up? Yes. Well, we will. Up. Listen, if you do a super chat, we're going to start it. We'll get to it at some point. There you we don't go. Put, if we don't no put it up right what, away, yeah, every don't put one up, of those motherfuckers. Yeah, if we don't put it up right up. away, don't think I love we forgot. the fans. We're gonna start it, and we'll get back to you know back to it. Obviously, this so. geo is one hundred percent true. There's a lot of frauds in the NFL. The culture, the locker room, the animosity. Losing is a disease. It is a disease. It's something that when you get to a point where things go haywire. And everybody starts pointing the finger. That is a bad culture. So when you talk about a good week of practice, and we did, I like the effort there. I like this. La da da. It's ridiculous. So somebody in the locker room, the GM, somebody's got to come out. Nobody, and this is bad PR in my opinion. Alan Williams resigns. For bad reasons, right? And the head coach doesn't address it in the presser, even when asked several different ways. He leaves it an unknown. Could somebody clip that clip? I begged before I went to practice because I wanted people to see Matt Eberflus dodge it. And I'm like, bro, you already know he's gone. You got to address it. He doesn't. And then later, it's coming out that he's gone. He's had to resign. Eberflus, awful. There's no excuse for it. Next question. Jim, Bear fan Jim, you got him? Well, we should start with the because we missed some as they oh, were. Missed some? Get the next. Go so ahead to the, the next. next one was, I mean, he didn't say anything, Jacob. He just said $2. He's like better off dead. I want my $2. <laughs> Fill your thoughts on Tim Jenkins claiming who's JTS issue. Justin Fields being back this year. His right foot being. I'm guessing that's supposed to be Justin Fields. I think it's Justin Fields. I don't know who this Tim Jenkins is that people keep asking me. Again, there's a lot of quarterback gurus out there. I don't – all I see is Justin dropping down in a squatting position, tapping the ball, staring down, and then mechanics are wrong. I'm not going to change his mechanics up here because he's thrown like that for his whole life. But his footwork and his decision-making 100% need to be improved. His footwork has been awful. So 
he almost looks like several of those throws, Jeremy, that he's coming off a pitcher's mound, stepping way too far out. Now he's low. He needs to be standing tall, deliver. And it's so inconsistent because there's three throws he does really well. And then there's a fourth throw where he does not throw so well. So it's just, it gets, it gets ridiculous. Uh, Eric, you're being political, Phil. How? How am I being political? I want to know that because I'm not running for uh, any kind of position or in, in Congress or anywhere else. I'm just keeping it 100. My opinion, my analysis, my truth is being spoken out here. I don't know what he's talking about. Carrie Franklin. Oh, yes, we went there. Long overdue, TTNL, the best. Thank you, Carrie. What do you think, Jacob Schroba? What do you think Kevin Warren's effect might be? Change is coming soon or quicker than usual? It's got to be, Jacob. I was talking to uh, somebody on the NFL Network on my drive home, and I'm like, if this guy does not take the stand and be the face of the franchise right now and calm down the confusion that is the Chicago Bears dilemma, then we got some serious problems. And Kevin Warren has to be right now more than ever. You know, We've always said, Shane and I, Ted Phillips doesn't belong anywhere near. Kevin Warren's the opposite. We have a situation brewing in Chicago where fingers are fighting, fingers are pointing, inner fighting, lies, deceit, crazy stories, FBI. How so do I got, you see this? Yes. Well, let's we want to bring in obviously yes. give me some fucking names. <laughs> give this kid two fucking games. Give me there he is, our special guest. Special guest. Hey. Shane, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Not great. Sleeping? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I was, I was out, and then I figured I'm like, of course, in true fashion, I look down Sorry. in the fucking, ch- I, I look down in the chat room, and I see a comment saying that, oh, Shane's pulling an Allen Williams. So I wanted to stop in to yeah. say, fuck you, I don't play that game. So well, speaking Shane, of that, I, I pulled super up the clip. chat right now, Shane. Oh it's yeah, great. I forgot to. Uh, you forgot to tell me. I'm like, I forgot to. I forgot to tell everybody. Yeah, I'm. I looked down. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! I forgot to say. Yeah. So just real quick, an update on that. <clears throat> Appreciate everybody's support and generosity, clearly. But uh, moving forward on uh, keeping it 100 and on um, any of BHL. the open shows, yeah, BHL especially, but any of the shows that are non-patron shows we're going to open up a an actual super chat segment where we do a q a you know if it's 10 minutes 15 minutes we're going to set aside some time because hey listen we've got to pay the bills too and it uh it all helps and like i said we appreciate everybody wanting to uh participate here so Jim. yeah laris 199 yeah. 99 to say Green Bay sucks. <laughs> they do. Yes. And it hurt, Jim, to see them beat the 0-12 Chicago Bears for the last few months. Keep 
let's hit all these super chats because I want all of them hit. Uh, coaches Absolutely. are supposed to use the player's strength and put them in the best positions to <laughs> succeed. These coaches are doing the complete opposite as yeah. usual it's, for the Bears. You know what it is, I, Phil? I think some people overlook that it's it's not just coaching. It's actually parenting in a lot of ways. You have to look at it from that perspective. These are your oh, yeah. kids, and you want what's best for them. If you look over at your kid and realize <laughs> – He's not real great at this. You can work with him, but you want to put him in positions to succeed. And coaching is no is no different. It's I swear the NFL, I know how talented these guys are. I know how many hours they put in. But with that comes paralysis by analysis. And these guys overthink so many things. It's just like when you call a screen, a screen play three times in a row. I mean, what's going on here? At no level of football, maybe my son in Madden at some point would do that <laughs> just because he was bored, not in the NFL. And when other defenders on the other team say, oh, yeah, we we knew it was coming and almost just laugh it off. That's an embarrassment to the entire franchise. It's a, you know, spitting in the face of the fan base that that are you know, pouring their blood, sweat, and tears into this team. And for what? What's the payoff? There's none. There's no payoff. I said, I know everything got ramped up today, Phil. You and I were talking a little bit when I was on the way to my son's game. And I said, I don't think I'm going to make it. Just not feeling great. And you're like, oh, bro, it's the biggest news day for the Bears. And that. I get it. And And isn't it all awful? You know, it's terrible news. The The brightest, the biggest news of the day was them releasing Nathan Peterman. And to me, that was a direct shot at QB1. I'll just be honest. Justin went out in his presser, and I know he came back and said that he didn't mean anything against the coaches, but that's your corresponding move right there. In the midst of everything that's going on, you have to release publicly that Nathan Peterman is released within what 60 minutes after Justin talked or whenever it was. It's it's a mess, man. It is a it's it is. it's a disaster. It's that's a shot towards him to Justin. It's like they're inner fighting. It's a family inner fighting. Because as I told and you, and you know what? Good for Justin. Go I'm glad he defended himself, and I'm glad if that's the way that he feels, I'm glad that he's doubling down on what he believes in. That's because we don't believe in this coaching staff. We have major questions about Luke Getze. We understand it, and this this isn't saying, this isn't absolving Justin Fields from the issues that he has. I understand you want to put him in a position to succeed. There's plays out there where you can see where he's put into a position to succeed. And he's not throwing the football. And it's not just one time, Phil. You and I both see that on the tape. It's, it's, that's what I, I went in a mini rant about Justin and got rid of the narrative of any bias towards race or anything. That shit don't fly here. Uh, it's the tape that tells the truth. It's the play uh, in this situation as Shane is completely 
you know, that's, striking the match. It's the disgrace what the Chicago Bears are and, doing. And Eric, I'm not saying that it's affecting Justin. I'm saying this is the political nonsense that this organization plays. It, it, who, if you're releasing Nathan Peterman now, what, what was the upside to him staying around for, for two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. It what was, was the upside to appease Justin. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. It was to appease. Justin was very affected by the goddamn clamoring for this young kid. Yeah, I don't and think it was boy, that. I, I'm I telling don't, you it was yeah. that. But if it was that, then that means now they're saying, well. <laughs> That's know, what I'm saying. Now this is now, their shot this back is, this is a to shot him Adam, talking yeah. shit about us. We're going to make him number two. Again, take it with what it is for now. But the reality is. It's a situation. So, Geo, thank you. Who else did? Mike V, my boy, from the CT. New Haven, pizza. Mike knows. <clears throat> Hold on. Where are we going? Glad you guys have Super Chat family 100. And Absolutely. thank you, we, Mike V, we $2. Appreciate them, yeah. And we're going to have some things, just little things. We're going to have some... Uh, you know, little emblems and symbols made up for, you know, super chat super participants. Fans? Yeah. Oh we'll I told Claudia we can't do cut it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, no song. We can't get song. Yeah. 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 We had to cut out the whole fucking segment. <laughs> I might not I be able to like, introduce. I worked like 10 uh, minutes Steve on my cut it out today. What do you mean? <laughs> but we're going to, I'm going to sing the song, Claudia. Yeah. yeah no, we're good. <laughs> we need an updated song, anyways. Ethan Cots, how do we say this name, Shane? Cots, Cots, yeah, Cots, Cots, two dollars. Thank you, Ethan. What do you think? What do you want or think will be the DC fill? I think it's going to be Eberflus, and they're going to stay there. They can go to uh, what's his name, the defensive back coach, Shane. He was here before. Why am Hoke? Uh, is that his name? Hoke? John Hoke? Uh, they can go to him, possibly, but I think it's going to be... Listen, the head coach's lifeline has been lit. The dynamite, you know, like in the old day cartoons, when it they light it freaking two miles away, right now it's about 100 yards away. It's lit. He's got to turn this around or else... He is gone. That's my truth. He, there is no way. You're 0-12. There's inner fighting. Your culture, everything. You came to the podium, Shane. Yeah. We have the clip. We have the clip. Yeah, I got you it right came, here. Yeah. Thank you, Claudio. Boy, Claudio. that's a perfect pause right there with his face. Yeah, that is, that's Botox. His face says a thousand words right there. The All right. The Botox. Right, Before guys, we get ready? to Matt Helper, let's play this clip. Okay. He's asked. I do not have an update on, on uh, Alan Williams right now. Pause. Pause. He doesn't have an update, but the guy resigned in the morning. Yeah, but if you there's if there's legal issues or anything that they're worried about coming out like that, they can't. They can't elaborate on that. Yeah, that's I true. I don't need an elaboration. 
Alan well, Williams is, is not going to be with us right now. I can't elaborate on that, but the situation right now is that he's not he here. Of, he kind of says that's it. where you do. Like he I does. said, I don't have any update. I don't have any update right now. I don't have any update. Right there is when I texted Shane. He's fired. When he, he watched the tape, he felt like he was robotic and used to be playing So now he's talking about uh, Justin right. Fields. But that's it. Yeah, Thank you. Just, you have to, there's, I mean, you have to remove all emotion, fandom, everything from this. Because, I mean, this, this is. Well, I have. There's an. There's an entire, you know, there's the legal system at work here. Well, exactly. You, have to, you, yeah. you can't, you, you can go from there being issues and this guy's going to be a, not a part of your organization to not Shane, proceeding the, the correct way. You can't come out, you can't come yeah. out and say anything. Here's Phil, his, his, Phil Al, Williams' lawyer came out and says something. I'm sure. Eberflus has a lawyer. I'm sure the Bears have lawyers saying yeah. you cannot comment on any of this. That's yeah, I don't, don't think it's it's as here's much. Here's where I don't agree. The guy resigned in the morning. He's no right. longer with you. You can say that to them, and that's yeah, what the all lawyer, the, Phil, they're all lawyered up, man. They, they could have said just no comment right now is the is the correct strategy. You know, when we had our drama here when you know, the uh, we lost a franchise pillar in Angelo. You know, our lawyers told us not to <laughs> talk about the financial aspects of but the statute of limitations what could be involved. Are, yeah. yeah, the statute of limitations are done, so we can we can uh, uh, talk about them now. Here's Rel with a dollar ninety nine. Thank you, Rel. <laughs> Justin's not pussy, Phil. He can he don't yeah. care, badgent there. Well. I've heard differently. That's all I could say. And just look at the situation. I think everybody could understand well, why if that, he it, If that is the case, then it he is, is 100% not the guy. Yeah, if you're worried absolutely. about a, a UDFA that has never played an, an actual there. snap of NFL football in the league other than preseason, then you don't have the guy. I mean, if that's, if that's the... The truth, if right. that's, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I just think that for them to bring up Peterman and not have Bajan on was more of maybe Bajan coach just needed it. Gerald. Good yeah. lord, Logan. Can we could we pull that comment back? No. Where did it, well, not this oh. one. This one, Matt. Oh. Help. That was what me. That was oh, me. Throw it back I'm up. About there. to yell at Sharif for God's sake. <laughs> it's not um, me. <laughs> Matt Helper, ninety nine nine. Are you kidding me, Matt? Hepler. He went, Hepler. Uh, he, he just to point out, with 100 bucks, but it's I was going to say, but to point out, he paid twice. It's the same question. Yeah. He oh, did what? It yeah. Paid yeah. 150. Wanted to thank you all for getting us through this. DDP, what do you think the real reason they cut Peterman? I'm telling you. Matt's kissing cut... his wife's ass right now, saying, I just fucked up on Super Chat, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get I'm... you an extra special badge, Matt. I promise. I'm putting the pieces that I have been told together, and I'll address me being political because I don't want to say what happened with Alan Williams because I've been instructed by my attorney, Shane, not to say. That's why, to answer that part. It's alleged right now so i can't say it 
but it's not good. I can say that. D, so what do I think? I think this was Ryan Poles and company very, very overwhelmed with the situation with Allen Williams, their left tackle being put out. And then Justin goes with the cherry on top and says what he says about the coaching. Okay. Bayesian's number two now. And that's what happened. And you don't like it. Tough shit. That's my answer to why they cut Peterman then to Shane's point. With all this drama and shit, 60 minutes later, you cut him. It's very, very, it's a fucking dumpster fire. It really is. It really is. The next one, is it roast beef? No, it's Mike. Just Mike. What's up, Mike? 499. Thank you, Mike. The scheme obviously works in Miami, San Francisco, LA, Green Bay. San Francisco said no to Fields. They also said yes to Trey Lance. Polls giving Fields a chance, but shouldn't have the chance to find his quarterback. But should shouldn't he? he? Yeah. Shouldn't he? There you go. But shouldn't yeah, he? Gotta, I don't have my reading glass. Of course. You, yeah, you have to give him that. The GM that is not getting fired. Are we all in agreement there? Yeah, depending on, on how this Allen Williams stuff goes and, you know, if it gets really allegedly. bad, yeah, allegedly, uh, yeah. that to me, you would have to launch everybody to the fucking moon. Abs, I agree with but, you, bro. It's, listen, you know, there's, you don't think Shane but there is and a, I want to tell you what there, we know or heard. Of course we do, but we can't. So just lock it in here because when we are able to, we're going to go live on our patron pop-up show and talk about and tell you what the moves and everything should be. But Mike, obviously you're some of, some of what you're saying is true, right? This offense does work, but listen, I know coaches that run my offense and they don't know how to do it or coach it up or choose the right plays and combination. When I look at Getze in this offense, he has, He's got power plays. They ran a counter play, offset eye, counter right, power counter, or some people call it trap, right? Whatever you want. They had it in. Jatari Carter misses his block. Otherwise, it's a huge gain. Huge. But Carter does not get his head on the right, right side, forces uh, it gets stuffed. So all of these things are in their plays. It's the offensive coordinator that's calling them. Like, there's some good offensive coordinators that run the West Coast, and there's shitty offensive coordinators that run the West Coast offense because they have to know their personnel. They have to teach it, and they have to choose these plays at the right time. When Owen Krutz was on here uh, in the past, and we were talking about Nagy, and the same thing now is showing with Getze, there was no rhythm. There was no counter to what it is. So say I run I run that bubble screen, right, that they run and it doesn't work. Well, now I'm going to run a bubble and go. Have we seen that once, Shane? No. Not once have we seen no. There's got to be other things that counter these things to make them successful. Otherwise, you're predictable, Mike. Predictable. And that's the problem. Not as much. I mean, Justin's a part of the problem. 
But the yeah. play caller, that's his big issue. Go ahead to the next. Thank you, Mike. Corn planter. Sheree is pretty. Uh-oh. Sheree, do you want to talk on this point? <laughs> I want to agree. We all I mean, agree I, with you. I, I also agree, and thank you so sounds much. Like, corn sounds planter. like he wants the planter, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus. Oh, that, I, so that I was worried about you. He's got a bad Balling. I'm balling. That was a good song with the, what was it? The Giants. Balling. Who's next, Cherie? Lunatic. Shane's favorite guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> Kevin Warren needs to fire Flus and Getsy after we get destroyed by Casey Sunday. Poles needs to be fired at the end of the season. Bajant needs to start around week five, full rebuild. They're not going to fire polls unless what allegedly we know is true. That, it changes the whole dynamic of this. But I am I think Getze should have been fired today. Like him and Nathan Peterman gone today. Uh, Getsy is in over his head. I just, it's throwing shit at the wall. See what sticks. Shane, toss left, right? They get a great gash play. Freaking even Claypool does his great job. Yep. He falls, makes a block. Mercedes Lewis has been better than I ever thought. I got a unbelievable blocking tight end. This dude is unbelievable. Next play, they try to run it again. They try to run the same play again to that same side. False start, left tackle, then they go back into the shotgun. I, I agree, Getsy should be fired. I think uh, Eberflus should be fired as well at the end of the season. I just don't agree with the polls. Uh, I don't want to hear the McCaskies don't fire anybody and blah, blah. Well, guess what? There's a reason why Ted's gone, right, Shane? Kevin Warren's a new guy, and he has the temperature, we hope, to understand, wait, this is gone way out of control. We have to get rid of this guy and find a coach. Find a right. coach. And just real quick, don't forget that yeah. they could sign Peterman back to the practice squad tomorrow. Absolutely. They're going to. I believe they're going to. But this is the perfect case. Let's see. Uh, my thought here is Just if anything quick, was to happen to Justin quick, Fields, they have Los, to go to Bayesian. Yeah, go ahead. Allen uh, Williams' lawyer literally came out with a statement today. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, he said asking. there was no criminal activity, this and that. I mean, there was. It was the fucking play calling, but... I don't know. Yeah, about but him. I mean, I don't know we're not we're not spreading <laughs> we're not spreading <laughs> fake news. It's we're this is not fake, Los. You know us well enough to know. Yeah, Los, do you're a, we don't even have a nickname. I guess the hundred crew, but we got to step up and be better than hundred crew at this point and give some names to the TTNL. You know, believers from the beginning, the loyalists, the ones that have stayed, even the. Obviously, Super Chat is fired up tonight, Shane. This is unbelievable. I need to thank you guys are unbelievable. $100 just to say, David Smith, is that my boy? 
David Smith from New York City, bro. Remember him and his wife, Cherie, at the tailgate party? Second oh, drove yeah. all the way up. Second best pizza in the world, right? In New York City. <laughs> That's right. Fire oh, up the chat room some more. TTNL is the best network around. Thank you, David wow. Smith. Saying that, that's showing a lot of love to us and people like you, David, and your beautiful wife. Uh, I hope it's the David Smith, I believe, because obviously Smith is kind of <laughs> universal in the phone book that no longer exists. But, but I, I wonder if, you know, with no DC, with everything that's going on, if it, you know, the Bears have hailed. Eberflus as the you know the CEO and you know the the head coach that's everywhere not just concentrating on the defense but if they want to keep him in that role does he call his mentor does he call Rod Marinelli and try to coax great. him out of that try to coax him out of retirement that, that is a great freaking you know, point Sean. Rod may look at the situation and say I'm gonna I'm not gonna leave my man out to dry here so yeah I'll, I'll put my feet back into the fire and i think that'll be that'll that, be interesting that'll be an article tomorrow or tonight will rod yeah. marinell someone's gonna steal that shit yeah. you know that tcnl vibes the, 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 yeah, i think he's talking about the super chat is given only fan vibes so which one's <laughs> uh who's showing their feet who <laughs> is gonna show their feet ryan <laughs> k ten dollars Thank you, Brian K. Phil, been watching since it was just a steady backbeat film breakdown. You all have come a long way. Congrats. Question, does the Wonderlick test check processing speed? Justin Fields scored high, as you know. Well, actually, he scored high on the sports science test, and we had that doctor on to talk about it. So I always take the tests almost like PFF and the stat boys. The tape tells me what a guy can do. And Shane, going into that draft, you and I, cars, others, we really liked Mac Jones' ability to process, anticipation throws. Those were the things. Justin Fields seemed to have a glitch in his windup and delivery that we were okay with. My father went on a tirade, if you remember, on X's with the O's, or it might have been a draft mob, and he was like, don't change what he's done forever. You have to do what he does well. The Bears have not listened to that. What Justin does well is get under center, threaten the edge, power game, action off of it. He is not June Jones's boy processing okay this if this happens do this he needs it straight to the point he's a see it and throw it passer he's he clearly having trouble anticipating and i've broken it down you, if you're not a patron this guy brian k thank you he just paid ten dollars that would have been a month he would have got a month of the breakdowns of what it is well, we're doing. How about this one here? Go ahead. Not even a Bears fan, but the analysis of analysis wow. of football. Wow. Billy. That's, Billy. that's saying a lot right there. Caulfield. Billy uh, Caulfield. Thank you so much. 
He's not even a Bears fan, but he's here throwing money at us. That's unbelievable. We might have to add an extra person to the uh, background for BHL. No, I'm just saying because it's... It's gonna, it's gonna and you, you throw some alcohol and oh, football yeah. and a, and a no. live football game reaction in this. It, it, sh- oh, we sh- definitely are going to need sh- a could get a little bit spicy. This. Oh, yeah. Caden uh, Whitlow or somebody that's free on Sunday after Bears Chiefs. It's the best Bears post game show on the planet. Bears Hour Live. I'm sure. It'll be a fiery. I'm waiting for it. Bill. He's overwhelmed. Give me some fucking names. Every week we can understand the fucking why. Bring up this last guy's comment because I didn't see it. Jeremy Anastasi. He was on the show with us, my guy. I love this dude. Our guest is on the way home. He was held up at work. He's hustling home like he was with the... Uh, Daquan Jones tape, Shane. Oh, nice. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. Not if, but when Eberflus is gone, my guy Harbaugh. Go How about edit that and say our guy, Jeremy, because that's Shane has known since the dial-up days. I've been wanting this guy. My guy Harbaugh at Michigan is a dream, but interested in your thoughts on Dan Quinn. Get healthy, Shane. Much love to you guys. Thank you, Jeremy Anastasi. $9.99. Shane, I honestly thought it was going to be Dan Quinn named the head coach. That When you put the gun to my head, that's where I thought it was going to go. Listen, Coach Quinn was at Hofstra, Shane. Yeah, I remember. Coach at Hofstra. Who, Who else would I be pulling for in that group? But I like Dan Quinn. He's a proven commodity. I think the Chicago Bears need to get away from these experimental head coaches and find a head coach. If it means trading of one of these first rounders for Mike Tomlin, I think I'm in that. I think I'm in that game. I think this situation in Chicago with the coaching staffs has been completely and utterly a letdown. Completely couple more as our guest is now chugging down some of the uh, the liqueur that we've placed in the green room for him. Yeah, as only, well it's as only the, shrimp. It, the shrimp has been sitting there for a while. The, only the shrimp yeah, has yeah, a little more. Away. Careful, Steve, with that. Yeah. Also, it's, it's Hawaiian punch. Those steak, teriyaki steak tips that Claudio bought you are very good. Very good. Roast beef. Are you a fan of roast beef, Shane? Are you an Arby's guy? I like roast beef. Yeah, I'm a big fan of roast yeah. beef. Why are you shaking your head, Sheree? It's oh, he, when you said Arby's, I, I, like, I like roast oh, beef. Oh, Arby's. Arby's oh. is a complete no. yeah, Arby's Claudio's, a big, Claudio's a big fan of the beef curtains. <laughs> That's where I thought you were taking it. I'm like, damn. You're oh. bad, dude. You are bad. The best show, roast beef, $1.90. The best show, only show I'll watch, keeping it 100. Well, this little kid, the quarterback, jumping in here, just yelling. Oh, is that Tate? That was Tate. We got got to tell everybody, Tate, listen, in week one, Tate has one of the best 
quotes, the best saying, right? Tate goes, I'm throwing the ball with him during the game in the house. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm just like Justin Fields. Just, just I'm smaller. And, but I can throw the ball. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Tate, Tate with the. Claudio with the, the Tate. Out of the mouth of babes, right? Oh, Tate, you're the man, Tate. Look. Last one real quick before well, we get I to did, our guests. I oh, didn't want to bring that one up because David oh, Smith is confirming. That yes, it is him from New York. You don't have to give another twenty-five, Dave. Oh, Jeez, yeah, we'll you... we are still going to yes. put other comments up that aren't super chat. Yes, yes. Just, you know, we we're just will. we're just getting. There's going to, to be coming at us. Yeah, Throw another gonna... twenty-five in there. Tell us what county in New York you're from, bro. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank bashful. you, Dave. You know how I feel about you, Dave. I'm sure Dave is on somewhere smoking a cigar. Yep. Just laying back, chilling to TTNL here every Wednesday night. We're keeping it 100. Tonight, I did have an intro for this guy, but the music I'm afraid to play on our first night with Super Chat. Yes, TTNL YouTube has reached out to us. You guys deserve this. Great letter from YouTube about this network. And Damn. you fans are jumping out here tonight, all 868 of you. Larison again. He's, he's trying. Hey, there you go. Yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. Guys, yeah, so yeah. our TTL Phil, if you look, if you look down at your phone right now, Phil, I did. You, I you, saw oh, okay. it pop up. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to translate that or later in the show? Yeah, that might be a TTNL later show out out later okay yeah. you're gonna have to wait jim has given us instructions for I'm these sure the guy, i'm sure if the guy's watching the show right now he's like fuck you there's me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> now it's everyone <laughs> we already out. know who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> anyway i am going to put our producers in the back Claudio, you guys monitor the chat. Save yeah. all those super chats. I'm gonna Even say hello to our guest, and then I'm you're I gonna bounce. To, yeah, yes. I have to bounce. I'm let's bring I'm them in. Dragging here, big Steve, former Chicago Bear offensive lineman. He Why might not want to. He might might not want to admit that after today. Jesus, all the fucking drama. My God, <laughs> it was never ending for a while. <laughs> Oh my it's, God, Steve! It's, it's, it's a tough day to be a Chicago Bear, ain't it? Wow. Oh, yeah, so it is. It I is. was expecting you... him to fire Larry Mare at one point. I mean, shit was going <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no firing of Larry Mayer yet, so to speak. Keep monitoring that, Cherie and Claudio. If that news breaks, but Big Steve is here. Uh, I promise you, TTNL intros are all needing updates and new music as we move with YouTube sponsoring us like this. It's a it's a celebratory night for TTNL, but not so much with the Bears community, Steve. Obviously, we started we talked a little bit on the phone about what's going down. We're not gonna share that, but we are going to talk to you about this situation on the offensive side of the football. Um, what are your thoughts there? And actually, I'll let 
let's go there uh, with the offensive line. What are your thoughts there on the offensive line? Then I'll let Shane ask one question and be out. Let this guy get some rest. He's obviously not feeling well. Go ahead, Steve. Um, well, where do you start, you know, with the uh, offensive line? Um, <clears throat> looking for improvement, but um, we really haven't had it, you know what I mean? Like uh, that we, we, we thought we were going to get this year. We thought we yeah. were going to see some vast improvement, you know, with the upgrades that we made, um, you know, white hair moving to center, uh, you know, Jenkins. And obviously that that was the first one blow, you know, because I thought Jenkins was playing pretty good ball in the preseason. I thought he was set to be the guy left at left right. guard, you know. And, you know, the thing about him is when he is on the field, he's a productive guy, you know what I mean? And uh, he just can't seem to stay healthy. So then we move on to Nate Davis, um, a guy who, you know, it was such a mystery of what was going on with him um, in his personal life, you know, you know, it's just, and that's his personal life, but you start assuming things after a while when you don't have any idea, you know, like, you know, does he got some mental issues? I mean, your mind starts to go to places like that. Um, so when he comes back, he's rusty, hasn't been out there practicing. Uh, he's has issues. Um, you know, you're going to have your growing pains with uh, Darnell Wright. You know, he, I think he's going to be, don't worry about him. You know, he's going to have his growing pains. He's a physical dude. Um, I think he, what you see from him is what you get, but, you know, he's not going to be some anchor off the bat, you know what I mean? He's going to have his right. own pains, but, you know, then you look at a Braxton, you know, Braxton Jones, you know, you, you, the things that you thought he was going to improve on as far as taking on the bull, work with Olin, which I thought was a brilliant move for him to go work with Olin and work on hand striking, sending out on bull rush, um, some of me, me and Olin like love the same principles. You know, Olin brought touch tunkling in, it's the hand striking, um, sitting down on the bull. You know, what I thought that I saw a little bit when I did go to mini camp um, was that he was getting pat, ran past. That was something that wasn't really his issue last year. It was getting ran through. Exactly. Um, I started thinking, is he starting to like compensate for sitting down on the bull? which is not making him susceptible to the pass, you know, the speed rush. Um, and I think we're starting to see something where he's kind of like, you know, he's just kind of mixed up. Like, you know, he, when you get bull rush like that, you know, it, 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 you know, or just got, or you're getting a speed rush, it makes you susceptible to one of those things. And, it, and, and the ends now can set up their second move. You know, if they know he's trying to set up for the bull, and really sitting down and anchoring and like it really feeling like he now we're just gonna run past you. We're gonna give you a jab step outside, beat hands, you know, around the corner. You know, um, if you're a guy who's susceptible to the speed rush and we're oversetting, uh, we're gonna counter with the inside move, or we're gonna have you out balance because your 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 weight is shifted to your left, and you just bull rush bull rush a guy, you know, like me off my feet, you know, and it's just that simple. So I think he's inside, kind of inside his own mind a little bit, but I, I, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm not going to tell you this. Let's just be honest. He's not the yeah. answer left tackle. He's not. Right. He's not. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, 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 know, I, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I know we try to do this fifth round, this, um, you know, uh, Charles Leno thing, late round guy. We get this plug in and, He's not the answer. So we obviously got to go find that answer. Uh, 
And then, you know, Lucas is not – I mean, he can't play guard. Both of these guys can't play guard. Him or Whitehair. One of them got to play center. Like, they just – like, both Ugh. of these guys are just – they're centers. They're not guards. They're just flat-out centers, man. Like, Whitehair's a little bit better. But, like, it's like they are susceptible to all kinds of – they can't pass pro. You know, so it's like, man, I don't know where we're at. We're in a bad spot, you know, but then we're not giving them a shot. We're not giving them a shot on the offensive play calling side. It, it, that that thing is so sporadic and it's so inconsistent and just so naggy-like, man. I haven't talked to you guys since, you know, obviously I, the first game was just like, what are we doing here? Mo, you know, not to go all the way back to the week one, but motion – a damn tight end for a QB sneak. Well, who are we trying to fool here? Yeah. What, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, and I was just Bad. like, okay, screen, horizontal passes. I've seen this before, a million of them. Second week, okay, let's see some adjustments. We do the same damn thing. Screen, screen, screen me. And the Buccaneers told you, we knew it was coming. Two minute drill, back up. You call a damn screen? For the third time on that, like man, it's it's crazy. So now I'm not letting Justin Fields off the hook. He's not looking good. He, he's right, looking inconsistent, but he's broken. He's broken. Got Nagy. He broke him. Now guess he's breaking this guy. He's breaking him. He's when you get a guy. He's not a ready. Just to be real. Justin Fields wasn't a ready-made NFL guy. So was it Jalen Hurts. And Lamar Jackson, but they got coordinators who got with them and tailored up the offense. Now, listen, I know everybody said, "Hey, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts had receivers and he had O line, but they tailor still. They had to tailor the offense towards his strengths and go with that. Greg Roman, guys like that who had uh, Lamar Jackson. Now his time ran, you know, short. They had going in a different direction, but he helped Lamar Jackson become a MVP at one point. Right. So Justin Fields never had that. You know, we saw glimpses of that last year where they just let him go. But it's just it's very inconsistent. Um, and my last thing, and I was talking to Phil earlier in the day, let, let's look at, you know, there's these coordinators. Getsy, where does he come from? Green Bay quarterback coach. OK, him. And who's the other guy who got the head coaching job in the Bron- Broncos? Um, uh, Nathan Nathaniel Hackett. 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 Yeah. Yep. These guys are all getting that clout off the base of they had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. That's how they got those jobs. Aaron Rodgers made him look good. He looked look good. He didn't right, create right. nothing in. They didn't make anything special. No special offense design around Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Do you see what happened to Hackett his first year as a head as a head coach? It was a bomb. Exactly. Now, it's not going too good. Yeah, right didn't now even didn't even make it. Didn't offensive. even make it the entire year. He got yeah, fired. Didn't make it the entire year, and then and now they're off to a slow start. Now he's gotten his second go with having Aaron and, and you know Jets. Now Aaron's hurt, and you know, and they're going through their growing pains there. Guess he was the same boat. He was a quarterback coach who had Aaron Rodgers. You know, I would have been looking for somebody who's had the you know had the experience of taking somebody and developing the system around that person. I would have been looking for somebody who had that creative background and had that in their resume. You know, so I think you got to look at that. That this dude didn't come from that. He came from he had Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Aaron Rodgers right. didn't have to um, 
be developed or like, you know, it had to be like something had to be, the offense had to be developed around them. You know, you just had to be competent and just put some, you know, just be, get out his damn way, give him some plays and be on the same page with him. Um, so that's where we at, man. Uh, I, you know, I'm hoping that J- Justin can maybe climb his way out of there, but if you can see the frustration in his comments today and he, what he was saying, he's obviously frustrated. And he's coming, he's, he's at this point, he's getting his own back. Like, hey, it's the coaches. I, yeah, I feel robotic, but you know what? The coaches, you know, you know, they're telling me where to go. They're not letting me play. I want to get back to what I was at last year. Obviously, they're trying to. It's 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 a mess. It's it a is. mess. It I, can we climb our way out of it? I I don't know. I don't know what they do. We got to go up to Kansas City now. Who's gonna block? Who's gonna block? Uh, uh, Jones in the middle. Chris man. Jones. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to have to double him every down. You're going to have to call or check. You got to get that's, those angles, Steve, yeah. on him. That's because, my calm rant, uh, by the way. Yeah, I've it was been very calm. My youth team today, just so all my, like, it would have been like a more boisterous rant, but I already just was yelling today at them and got parents trying to tell me what, like, who to play and you know, in the back, you know, that background. So I was a little frustrated. I was just, you know, so that's my comrade. Me and Big Steve are coaching the same grade levels, Jay. Nice. Um, same system, though. Phil, Phil, uh, Phil, I mean, I told Phil he helped me out big time. I said, Phil, I tried to do split back deal. It's not working. <laughs> he sent me over the playbook, I formation, and I instantly installed that thing. And it's been it's it's been it's been a lifesaver. I tell you that. Is your is your running back? You. Uh, you know, two hundred and thirty five pounds, like it is in Phil's <laughs> league. <laughs> I got a tough running back though. He's a he's a grinder, man. He's a he's yeah. a grinder, man. I got a couple running backs that are grinders, but Shane, yeah. go ahead before. Yeah, before before I bounce, this is I I want you guys to talk on this. You know they they brought it up in the presser today, which I was kind of you know. It, piqued my interest a little bit and i i have my thoughts on it but i'll let you guys talk on it as they talked to eberflus directly about left tackle and they brought up darnell Wright, and he said ultimately you would like to leave him in one spot and just let him go but yes that's definitely on the table what is your guys thoughts on that put a darnell at left tackle yes. yeah they want to man <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have everything on the table at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah. you'd love to have him in a right tackle, but you may because I guess I guess the way change. that you would have to look at it is: Do you feel more confident with Larry. letting him grow at that position, and then feeling more comfortable with Borum at right tackle versus right. Borum at left tackle? Yeah, I think, and I, I mean, are you going to stay consistent? We can't play this game with him like we did with Jenkins. Okay, no. it's not, and I, and I hope that you know, obviously, is a new general manager at the top that would probably have a say so in that but let, let's you know if we're gonna do it let's 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 stick to it let's like let's stick to our guns in that because that flipping and moving around really can just you know you know some guys are versatile but like when a guy like that he's a first round pick you want him to be a staple somewhere um if you're gonna make that move let's just say hey that's what we're gonna do we're not gonna flip around we're gonna keep him there and we're gonna let him develop there. And I, and if they do that, I'm down with it as long as there's a commitment there. Yeah. Steve, bro, we're we're running the eye together. We're also saying the same. 
that would ha exactly be, Shane, the way you'd have to handle it. With the understanding, we're making this move, this commitment, and we're putting him there for his career. If you continue to do this Kyle Long, Tevin Jenkins bullshit, moving Cody White here to guard because it is so bad on the offensive line with this C-Mo. And I don't see Mo, Larry, and Curly. I actually see Mo, Larry, and Curly out there with C-Mo, actually. But this situation has to be you have a meeting. You believe in it. I definitely think I've said it when we were scouting him with Big Steve and my dad that day. This is a guy that can play left tackle. He's better than Larry Borm at left tackle. He's more athletic. He's strong at the point. To Steve's point, he's not a polished product, but it's hard as a rookie to be that. But there are th plays on tape. If I was just to like pull the first two games and show some highlights, like the sack he gave up is Cole Komet's fault. You're supposed to chip outside. He's coming on outside, then he comes under and stops his – he bumps into Darnell Wright, and I broke it down, Steve. Yeah. As he's going back inside to pick up – I'm like, what is this? And gets in his way. He can't set properly, and he lets up a sack. So when people are – well, he left up – he let up a sack there, and he let up – no, it was Cole's fault getting in his way in his pass set. But anyway, I would be on board with doing it with the understanding that that's where he's playing in our future. And now next year, I mean, Steve, we could have put, we could have picked your boy, my dad's guy, Daquan Jones, and had them both, Darnell and Daquan. Dewan. Dewan. Why do I keep saying that? It's the You're other thinking tackle. of Naquan Jones, the yeah. defensive tackle. Dewan Jones. Yeah. Was our Are you guy talking about um, our Ohio State? Right oh, yeah, our guy from Ohio. Remember How the is Mick he doing, by the way, he's doing great. He starts yeah. for the Browns oh and dominates. <laughs> you, you know, I, I think I told you. I, I seen you did um, tell me, but I've never shared it. If you want to share, I didn't want to. You know what? What the heck is this thing? Is, <laughs> it's all over the place. You know, the Bears. Like, I'm sure I'm the least. We're the least of their issues right now. Um, you know, we was uh golfing this off season and um uh, you know we had the alumni golf outing and I'm I'm out there at the uh chipping practice range and Poles and Cunningham were out there. So I just kind of eased my way on over there, introduced myself. And he's a very, very personable guy, you know. He kind of walks, he's a very he's a B Boss College BC guy, which I yeah, play with a tell. lot. They all got like chips on their shoulders and broad, you know, chest out. You know, I play with all of them. Mark Colombo, Chris Sneed, you know, they're all the <laughs> same. Like, we're Boston College. And, you know, he has that same charisma. You know, I don't know what they're drinking down there. But anyway, you know, I went up to him and uh, just, I mean, open conversation, man. Just like, hey, dude, like, what did you know? What did you think about this? And he was just like, man, I like him. He, he's giving the details about Darnell Wright and, uh, then I, I went instantly to our guy from Ohio State. He was just like, he, I mean, he's a first rounder, no doubt. It's just the outs, you know. He said the, the dude came in out of shape for the yeah. for the pro day, and and those are this the that was like those are the red flags basically. Essentially, the guy's a first round pick, high pick. He basically said 
and also the the you know so the the red flags about his commitment level. Um, so you could tell that he was high, but you know obviously he didn't check those boxes that they would like. But he said the first round talent was no doubt what we identified when we broke down that film that we were just like basically went off of Paris Johnson and just was like focusing on him because it was just outstanding the film that we saw on him. So that yeah, that would have been great to be sitting there without Chase Claypool's um, pick and snatching that guy up. What what a great you know what it could have should have man you know yeah. That's where it is. Yeah, it's 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 true, man. It's you know to that you know it's like I go back to the Jalen Carter and he's had some success and everybody's you know melting down over that and you know his first game he started against two rookie offensive guards and pretty much the same thing in in game two but it's not on the field where they're worried about these guys. You know what I mean? It's and it's not even this time frame in between the draft and their and their rookie season starting the the proof is going to be in the pudding with Jalen Carter and with Dewan Jones is what do they do when they get some legit NFL money in their pocket what do they do from January to June yeah that's going to be that's where you have to kind of pump the brakes a little yeah. bit because yeah. if if he blooms up to 380 or yeah. 400 pounds then it's going to then it's going to be then it's going to be a problem. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's what he has showed. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the talent is, you cannot deny it. But yeah. Well, Shane's right. I mean, that offseason is something else. And we just see it. We see it. You know what I mean? And right. you see it with guys getting in trouble. Uh, but you also see it on the other end where guys were just, you know, he's seen his work ethic. He gets some money in his pocket. Uh, that was the number one thing when I came in the NFL, man. Uh, teams would be like, they would ask this. Jacksonville, they were some assholes. You know, I, that was this is when Kaufman was there. They were really assholes. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a bigger guy, you know, coming in. It's like, what are you going to They asked exactly that. What are you going to do with the money gets in your hand? Are you going to eat up? The, you know, they they like they were real bad. They was, I said, I do not want to go to Jacksonville. They like mean, man. Like, like, are you going to eat it away? Are you going to, you know, I'm like, no, like, you know, but they they're right for asking that, but like maybe not as you know, fucking mean as they did, but they they deal with that. Like guys get money and, and they eat or they go drink or they do drugs yeah. or they get in trouble and you know this this you know this money that you get that you've never seen before. So that 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 makes up the you know how these guys not only how do they get better each off season, how do they handle the off season when this thing is done. You know that's part of it, like Shane said. So, you know the the book is still out. The jury is out as well. Jury is out. Yes, yeah. the book that's is out. Good. Steve's writing an autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> but my father, get my dad going on Tom Coughlin. If you think you want to get someone fired up, my dad hates Tom Coughlin with a passion. Oh, man. Oh, we, you know we gotta we gotta remember that when the next time we have a breakdown, so I can bring Carl Carl. We can just have a hate fest, <laughs> which I end up being playing for Coughlin later on in my career. Didn't Did go to you? Jacksonville, but I ended up going playing for him in New York. So that was a uh, that was awful too. You know, he's just uh, still. Uh, <laughs> I was running. I got there. I just got there. I signed with yeah. the team. Yeah. Next practice. 
you think I'm not going to run drill to drill? I just signed with the damn team. I had right. a workout. First of all, I had a workout. Um, the old um, – what's his name? Flats. Flaherty. Uh, coach Flaherty. He used to be our tight ends coach. Flaherty. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he became the old line coach for uh, uh, New York Giants. So he put me through the workout. He already knew he wanted to sign me. Yep. And then here comes Coughlin, like, hey, let's do a couple, few more. And they were just like – it was just conditioning. Just ridiculous – like almost like DB conditioning, you know. But luckily, I was in and I almost still died because I got in super late that night, delayed flight, and you know. And then the next day, you know, we got practice. I'm running to the, I'm running to the next drill, and Coughlin still was like, "Edwards, move your ass." I'm like, man, I'm like, here we, I'm like, this dude is insane. That that was a year before um, they had to kind of the players had to address him about his out of control stance. He lost the team. The team was out of control. We made the playoffs. Everybody hated him. Yeah. And I wasn't with the team the next year. I went to Baltimore. But the next year, I think the the players had to sit down with him and like, hey, you need to chill out. Like you know, right? And that's when he chilled out, and that's when they won the Super Bowl the next year. Exactly. He chilled out a little bit. My father has. I'll let him tell the story, but he definitely has the same street that you're driving on, and it, it'll even be more. It'll be great. <laughs> Remember when we called him and woke him up? <laughs> he yeah, came yeah. on with his T-shirt and underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phil! Phil, are you calling me? <laughs> Frank, Frank, is that you? <laughs> No, shame, coach. Shame, coach. Shame. All right, I'll let you guys get back to it. I'm gonna go bury my head into my pillow and see if I can start feeling better. Get better, bro. Obviously, it's gonna be a long, fun. There's gonna be things to talk about. That's for sure. It's never boring being being a Bears fan. That's for sure. Never boring. Plenty to talk about. Just usually, usually negative stuff. Real quick, I'm like, do other teams like have this kind of shit? It's like, no, they're busy playing football. Exactly. <laughs> they're busy talking about what's going on on the field. Oh yeah. my lord, guys! I, I have to do say this. Um, one of my uh, what's the, what's the movie with Jamie Fox? <laughs> the guy with my work said this. I got to give him credit. Uh, oh, the football movie. Yeah, with Jamie Fox. Oh my god. Oh. Every any given Sunday, yeah. Any, said, given, oh, yeah. This, any given Sunday, Chicago Bears edition. I'm like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, Willie Beeman as uh <laughs> as Justin feels like throwing everybody on the bus and just just straight chaos, you know, this off the field. Like it, it was it was a surreal. And I as soon as I heard him, and I went right to you know, I, I'm turned on the sports. Chicago sports talk, like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Waiting for the scoop. Has Everyone. anything still, has anything officially, is it still kind of been buttoning up exactly what's happening? It's nothing official yet. With it's Justin, all- you mean? No. Justin or with the defensive oh, oh, with Williams, yeah. There's They're focusing on health attorneys. and his family, but that's, what? yeah. So did it's, these raids actually happen? Are these a real thing? They're they're saying no that they did not, but then the okay. person. All right, uh, John, if these John, raids didn't happen. Okay, then maybe you can tell back a little bit. Yeah. But if these raids happen, that's something bad. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I, it's, it's interesting, man. Nobody's they got they're gonna have to come out with something, man. This they they can't just be doing this, man. Well, this that's what makes you pause, Steve, because the head coach, obviously, Shane and Claudio were talking for him. I'm on the opposing side. They came out, Ian Rappaport even reported Alan Williams. The timeline doesn't match. It says Alan Williams resigned this morning. He's resigned. There was no FBI. There was no Charles Tillman. This is Ian Rappaport, right? Shane probably has a screenshot of that tweet. Um, when Coach Eberflus comes on the presser and he's asked three different ways about Alan Williams, that's in the late afternoon. So if he resigned in the morning, the head coach is listen, Alan Williams has resigned. That's all I could say about it. He's no longer with he doesn't do that. He avoids the questions. I can't say anything about it. You know, taking that the fifth. He's pleading the fifth basically as a coach. So the lawyers or whatever, the attorney, everybody's it's like suits. I, I I'm almost done with all eight seasons on Netflix. It's like suits with mike ross and freaking harvey specter and lewis lit they got all their attorneys and everybody's manipulating the truth to fit what it is they want and the chicago bears unfortunately are who we thought they were they're who we thought they were and nobody's letting them off the hook here with us talking about it uh shane is there any updates now no, the only All update was that Albert Breer sent out a tweet talking about Justin Fields' presser. And uh, when he left the practice field and came back in, he checked his social media and saw how it blew up. So he, they said he went directly to Luke Getze's office to talk to him. And then he came back into the locker room and kind of held court with the press. And... Wait, say who did this? I'm sorry. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah, because he he you know he's like I'm trying to be open and give you guys information, and I understand in your business you need to get clicks, but if I'm going to give you information, I don't want you to to clip it and put it together to to build a story. So he he went you know right at the media, kind of blamed it on the media, which is kind of an issue for me because we all heard what Justin Fields said himself in the presser where he was clearly saying things against the way that he was being coached. Oh, yeah, they're they're in my head. So he in my head. He backtracked I've been thinking about on that and wanted to kind of blame it on the, it and wanted to blame it on the media for get the fuck out of here. Where's no, no, this? No. Yeah. I can let me. This is this is a tweet or is this like audio directly visual? from? Uh, it's from Albert Breer. Justin Fields' comment caught fire on Twitter as the Bears were on the practice field. So when they got in, Fields saw what happened on social media, and ran to OC Luke Getzey's office to take care of it. There hadn't been an issue, and Getzey assured him assured him there would not be one. But yeah, he held court in. Like the locker room after practice with yeah, there was a second interview that I heard oh about and God. They were playing that on the sports talk, like sports talk oh, really. Today. I didn't get a chance to really listen to it, but it was another holding court session. 
I can give you the I can give you the audio of it right here. Please, please, yes. Guys, dropped our team clicks. So it's like when you take my quote out of context when we just say that. Oh, it's breaking up. I don't know why it's not loud. Yeah, it's all the way up. Let me find the let me find the better feed. He literally, Steve. Oh my God. He's backpedaling based on the media and PR department talking to him about his comments. Because there's, let's play the Justin interview. There is no fucking way of manipulation by the media whatsoever. You said what you said. This makes me totally, totally disappointed in Justin Fields. I literally was talking to someone from the NFL network named Adam Rank, and I was saying, well, at least I'm proud of him that he's owning this, saying, I got to be me. These guys clearly are holding me back, wanting me to be a pack pocket passer, wanting me to do things within their philosophy. That's the worst thing a coach can do. You al- You build on his talents what he does, the opposite of what they're doing. Now he's backpedaling this. Now you lose all fucking credibility in my mind. You have the new audio? Oh, you're muted. Yeah, I'm getting it. Let me, uh, just give me a second. But are you with me there, Steve? Like, you can't come out there, point the fucking finger. Like, have you seen the original presser, Steve? Yeah, I saw the original presser. I didn't see the whole, and it talked about not uh watching like you know it's the watching very, the whole thing all we have I, to see is okay, the last audio get the last question there's our, of the there's our guy, there's our guy Zach Pearson there's Zach Pearson he'll be on the show next week Zach so he, Zach. here it is here it is right here you guys jobs are to get clicked so it's like when you take my quote out of context and we just say that if you paint the picture on the inside out like y'all are trying to split, split us up i'm not blaming oh my fucking god i'm never gonna blame anything i'm just never gonna blame anything on my team i will take every whatever happens in the game i would take all the blame. i don't care it's a drop pass it should have been a pass put it on me but never when you hear anything come out of my mouth to where i will blame it on somebody else in this organization, what? my teammates never will hear that. So I just want to clear that up and just know that, like, I need to play better. That's it. Point blank. If, if y'all, that's that's what I should have said in the first place. But you know, I was trying to give y'all more details because you know I appreciate y'all for doing what y'all do, and I try to give y'all the information y'all want for you guys to drop. So Bro, um, this I'm gonna do is that and in the future. Like, but I ask you guys just to put the whole quote up. Don't. Cut it up into words. That there's no cut. Co- there's like no cut. Saying something that I'm not. So, um, yeah, appreciate you guys what you do. And uh, yeah, I, I don't talking think, in that shame. I don't think point. Justin helped himself at all by Holy having shit, that second bro. presser at all. Please pull up the last question, Cherie or Claudio. The Justin Fields interview. There is. This is a moment where he's basically saying they're telling coaches and he gets serious. There's no wiggle room, Steve. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, oh, fuck. He just said what he just said. Yeah. I'm going to be me. 
what a weird circumstances today is. I don't think it, yeah, that, that second press time, I knew it happened. I heard oh a little bit. I knew God, he was kind dude. of back, backpedaling. So that was me really focusing on what he was saying. He's totally backpedaling, like kumbaya that's on me. Yeah, but exactly. Totally different what he was saying. Like, hey, basically, you know, they're telling me where to go with the ball. I'm not cutting loose like I did last year. Yeah, it is the coach. You know, it's the coaching. Oh, he said it. God. He said what it, it was no other way to, like, people, like, listen to their entirety. I think you can listen to, like, it's not, like, chopped up where it's, like, you can't chop that up. Like, you listen, you can listen to a portion. You don't have to oh, listen to the whole interview to see how he set it up and what he said. He said what he said. Like, he feels like he's playing. Somebody asked him if he's playing robotic. He said, yeah. I think it's contribute to the coaching because, hey, I'm they're telling me where to go with the ball and just not letting me go. And he also felt like he's just not playing like last year. They're not doing a mixture of the plays of the stuff that they did last year. Point blank and simple. He called, yeah, he called him out and he's being aggressive where he was like, hey, listen, I'm not, you know, you guys are not gonna plan it on me, man. This is what's going on. Look, put exactly. me in this situation. And then now it's just a total like it's on me. Don't worry about nothing and don't flip my. It, it's it's a weird. That 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 was probably the most disappointing thing I've ever heard him say. I am with you a hundred because I was like, they're okay. As I told Adam, he's drawn a line in the sand of truth. We right. all see Getsy doing what he's doing. We're breaking it down. We're looking at it. You're watching the game. You're not helping Justin. Justin gets pissed off and puts a line in the sand. And then the Allen Williams and the left tackle and the cutting of Peter and all of this shit comes to fruition. And you backpedal like Deion Sanders coming up. Come on. Yeah. You know, I I, I can respect it. People were like, he said that. I said, man, I, I, and low key, I respect what he said, man. Like, I did you too. Know, somebody has to be the bad guy around there. They for probably once. pulled like, it somebody, off, Steve. They probably yeah. cut it and the Bears have deleted it because yeah. Claudio and Cherie can't even find it. Wow. Wow. Did you get it, Cherie? Is the presser? They, they not? can find it somewhere, but like the fact that they cut that, like, that's I'm crazy, wondering. Man. It's the last question. He takes a stance an aggressive one he's pissed yeah. off he's emotional yeah man he's emotion somebody show some emotion over there man everybody's so tucked up and buttoned up oh my and god hunky dory and hey and, and it's just like man he find our quarterback yeah he hasn't been playing great but he's like finally like hey listen i don't care accountability you know what i mean I, if he came out in that second interview like listen i gotta take some accountability too oh so did everybody you know, if he would have he would have probably cleaned up like, hey, I, I'm not saying I'm not to blame, but him to say it's on me. Everything's on me. Everything, you know, I'm like, whoa, oh my like, God, dude. why? This is a coward's way. That's why. That's why. They've taken the presser off Justin Fields' Wednesday media availability. Hold on. I'm finding it, Steve, myself. You know, uh, they wanted me to work on staying in the pocket. Oh, they got it during during the off season. Which, which, you know, yeah, this this is it. I'm trying to find when he actually is asked the question. You know, but it's it's at the very end. Yeah, Maybe they did cut it off like, because I went to the end and it's not there. And then watch. There's always going to be like you don't have to always. I guess why is it echoing? Yes, there's times where I could have stayed in the pocket, but like in that play, yeah, this is it. Like 
Go rewind back. I got it. In the play, get out of the pocket. Rewind back to the question. He gets very upset. Back up. Keep going. Just play it at 1030. They're holding each other accountable and working towards the same goal. So um, in terms of that fact, yeah, I think everybody can do uh, better around here, you know, including myself. So. Taking their coaching, and then there's always going to be like, you don't have to always, I guess, it's not going to work out perfectly every time. So, yes, there's times where I could have stayed in the pocket, but like in that play that specifically, like I was in the pocket for a long time. So, I got to, you know, send the play, get out of the pocket. Get the mouse off the thing. I don't know. And, um, you know, do something with it. You know, make 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 something shake. So um, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about, though. And kind of, I think, know, I think it was more before. And... It was a little bit before. It it is. He's, he's calm right now. He's he's, like... he's a little fired. Is that a toilet? Yeah. You mean? Yeah, it's a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toilet full of shit out there. They they dropped the thing anyway. He gets very upset. You saw, you heard the end part when he goes, where did it go? Claudio yeah, I don't think he had, like, what was that second? So we saw the end part, and he kind of was like, hey, it's on Hold me. On. He took accountability. I didn't see that part. So he's already taking accountability. He's already kind yes, of he does. somewhat brought it up, like, just like, hey, listen, I said what I said, but, hey, it's on me. Duh, 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 duh. What was that second part? Like, they came to him like, hey, you got to go clean that up. That's, that's what I was like. Did he talk to the coaches and they like, oh, man, you you know, criticized them that he felt like he had to have a second presser? Like, like they yeah, the the didn't chop anything up. Very weird. Very weird. Let me just video compliments of the Chicago Bears media department. Um, share screen here. Justin Fields media availability. Can you see it there on the bottom? I'm going to make it big. We'll play it from this. I'm just guessing at this point where it is, and, and we'll react to it here. Send plays, make plays, um, get outside the pocket, you know, be a threat with your legs and be able to still throw the ball too. So, um, you know, just keeping that same kind of fluidity uh, throughout the game and, um, you know, just, just, just being smart about everything. That, that that play you had down the sideline in the second quarter, the home team sideline, where you roll out on play action and like defender made a good play on Cole. But like, is that the type of play you want to see more of that gets you on the move so you can make those sorts of throws? Yeah, I mean, and like you said, you know, that was a design rollout, so uh, those plays can happen called or those plays can you know, happen scramble drill naturally to where you know we are extending the play and then that 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 happens. So. Yeah. Are you noticing teams when they're playing more zone on you? That's is that taking your running lanes away? Do you feel are there ways to like compensate for that in games? What uh, when you when you're facing as much zone as you are to be able to, to take off and run if you see it? Talking about like when it, when it's a pass play. 
no, I mean, just any, any opportunity you have to like create those explosive <clears throat> gains, some of the things that we saw last year, are you seeing less opportunity to do that because of the way I would say in the uh, read option game, I, I would say their, you know, ends aren't really playing the back. I know last game they were just pretty much focused on me. So, um, but you know, if they do that, then I just have to carry out my fake and uh, the back has to do his job by running the ball. So. Yeah. You said you wanted to keep the conversations with coaches private, but did they seem receptive to these ideas that you're sharing? Of course. Of course. You know, Coach Flus is Coach Flus, Luke, everybody in the building is, you know, always receptive to what we have to say. And, you know, uh, anytime, you know, anybody has a problem or, um, you know, comes to them with anything. So they're all, always receptive to us. Sure. You said, you, you said your rookie year, you felt like you also had to play a certain way. And you said you used the word robotic describing that in hindsight. Has this been a frustration? For you throughout your career, being trying to be having coaches try to change too much of the way you like play the game. Um, you said, has it been frustrating? Yeah, has that been a frustrating part of life in the NFL for you that you have <coughs> not really? I like, mean, been trying to mold you into something that isn't the natural way that you want. No, nah, no, nah, I think Luke knows that you know I'm my own uh, self, I'm my own person, and I think it's more of me trying to um, just just making sure I don't. Um, think about it as much as like, oh, we want you to do it a specific way. Then, at the in the in the big scheme of things, I have to uh, continue to be me and um, you know, play the game how I play it. And I think when sometimes I'm coached, I think that you know, you know I think that I've you know had times where like, okay, they want me to do it like this, so I have to kind of change it. But I mean, I just have to you know, it's 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 probably more of a me thing than a coach thing. So. Um, you know, when they tell me things, of course, I correct it, stuff like that. But in the grand scheme of things, I have to still be, you know, um, the person and the player, you know, what's what's got me up to this point. So. So right there, he's obviously caught in the middle, Steve. He's saying, yeah, they're trying to coach me up earlier in the show, in the presser. He's talking about it, that he has to be himself. He is taking responsibility there. You know, if you look at it, he is. But he's also saying, I have to now turn to this. And I spoke to them about it. I have to be me. He's also admitting that they tried to make him something he's not feeling comfortable with. And he'll continue on going here. Bill ain't making up shit, Will. Go um, watch another network game, for made-up shit. You know, we don't do game, that here. And, um, you know, make those little corrections, like idiots. but don't allow that to change me as a whole player. Justin, when, Justin, when you said you're a perfectionist, is that in the context of if you're looking down the field, do you think it has to be perfect to let it rip? What, what part of the perfectionism in your personality do you need to kind of ignore? Uh, that's, that's what it sounded like you were saying. Um, I didn't really understand. Like what you're saying. You're naturally a perfectionist. Yeah. Like I just want, you know, everything to happen the right way. So, um, no, you're always not going to get the right, the perfect picture if that's what you're asking to for me to, you know, do something or, um, but yeah, I mean, you can keep asking your question. I don't, I don't in, in feel what like way, there's a lot of. See, you know, he's getting upset. Go now. with your question. So. In what ways does your own perfection or perfectionist personality help you and hurt you? Connecticut homeowners, you oh, can now turn Jesus. your. This guy. Who does that? Homeowners. I blame Will Brooks for that commercial. Will, <laughs> it's on you. Yeah. Um, you know, Narrator. I think it, you know, helps because um, you know, you can do something good and um it cannot be good enough, so you can always strive to be better. 
and then um you know um hurt you it's just like you know everything doesn't have to be perfect you know if it works it works so um i think that's kind of the m most simple way to you know explain it so yeah Coach has been adamant that this 12 game, you know, losing streak hasn't really impacted the mentality in the locker room or affected the unity of it. Mm -hmm. Last couple of weeks, probably the first time in this kind of team. That's a lie. Heard Eberfuss, coaches say, way. hey, Justin needs to be better here. We've heard you say the coaches could adjust some things here or there. Is that kind of just a natural process when you're trying to find some answers to really start to hold everybody accountable for what each individual's role is? Yeah. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked about this multiple times. You know, nobody's going to take anything personal. Um, you know, if the coaches say, you know, we need to play better, we need to play better, I need to play better. I'm not taking that personal because, you know, I think everybody in here knows that I need to play better, including myself. So, um, you know, they're not going to take it per uh, personal if, you know, us as players go to them and say, yo, I didn't like this call or, you know, uh, they need to be better. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're all grown men in the building and um, we all can take yep. it. So, um, you know, it's, it's about, you know, working with each other, getting each other better, holding each other accountable and, working towards the same goal. So um, in terms of that fact, yeah, I think you know, everybody can do uh, better around here, you know, including myself. So maybe as an extension of what you're talking about on the, on the strip sack in the second quarter, if you had that play exactly, back, exactly, what, 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 I'm, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm gone, you know, time clock, I'm, I'm, I'm gone out of the pocket. That's, that's why that happened because I'm just, you know, uh, they wanted me to work on staying in the pocket. You know, they want during, during the off season which, you know, there's times where you do, but when that internal clock goes off, that's when you need to get out and extend the play, make a play. So, um, yeah, so it's just kind of like taking their coaching and then there's always going to be like, you don't have to always, I guess. Where was the part that no he actually time. said? Yes, there's times coaches, where I could have stayed in the pocket, but like. <laughs> they said you're robotic. Really Somebody like, brought out robotic. And and he said, that was in the beginning. That's in the beginning. Yeah. So I didn't see how this, this is crazy. No, this whole interview yeah. is just like you could see that he gets shake. so, um, so that's, fired that's up. What I'm talking about though, and kind this of, is know, it. Getting back into my, my internal clock. I gotta be me. They wanted me to be something else. Now I'm being yeah. me, and I respected it. I'm like, okay, he's dealing with the reality of truth here, and dealing with that truthfully. If for him to go back and do that other presser, it's confusing because he is taking ownership, but he's also putting it on the coaches too, which we all know, and this is bad. And you're throwing, well, Iberflu said the locker room is feeling good, Steve. Still, despite the 12-game losing streak, if we include next year, I'm, I mean last year, but obviously they're on a two-game losing streak. It's a fucking mess right now. To go back and do another presser after that, to clarify, just makes it worse, in my opinion. What about you? Yeah, it's, 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 it was. It didn't make too much sense to me. It was just like somebody got to him, and they didn't like his interview, and he came back to clean it up even more. And I don't think it was all that bad. He... He took accountability for himself. At the same time, tell him he's not being him. He's, you know, he feels robot. When they asked him about being robotic, obviously he didn't like that. And that triggered him to say, well, you know, yeah, I think it's the coaching. They're telling me to go X, you know, do X, Y, and Z. 
And that's making me, that's not who I want. That's not the kind of player I am. I like to cut it loose. I like not to be thinking. I like to be natural out there, uh, flowing, you know. But at the same time, he's taking this account, he's taking this accountability for the things he's done wrong back there in that pocket, you know what I mean? And some of the decision making he's made. So I thought it was it wasn't all that, you know, he got triggered in this interview and people coming after you. And they're coming after you. They're not. He doesn't have this grace that he had last year. They're coming after you. People are getting upset, you know. And yes. he, if he was in New York, he would probably get it even worse. So, right, like, right. like actually coming out of him somewhat here in Chicago, and it's a little triggering. But the second interview coming back and just like that was like somebody got in his ear and he had this kumbaya, like, "Hey guys, come here, let's you know," yeah. and just. Yeah, somebody got in the ear and, and they didn't like the way it was done and he tried to come save face or something. I don't know. It was Steve, it, that's it was, exactly I don't think that second interview was even I mean, if they went back and watched it, it wasn't all that bad. So I don't know. Maybe he got they got it said something and maybe they didn't tell him. Maybe they didn't tell him. Maybe he just well, felt bad and he felt like Steve, he didn't do it. It's the context of acknowledging that the Bears coaching staff tried to make him something that He's saying it without completely, yes. I mean, you can hear it. I'm able to translate coach speak despite some dummies that don't get it in the chat. Justin was taking a shot at the situation because he's frustrated. As Steve has said, he was the golden child. He no, he could do no wrong. People were recognizing the Bears stink, the offensive line, they got no weapons. Now I said we're gonna find out who gets he and Eberflus and Allen Williams. This network stood by that. We didn't flip-flop. And now the pressure of winning and being consistent is overwhelming. There's no excuses for him, and he understands it too. And he's taking ownership in that, but he's also like getting stuff he's talked with his dad and mom and his family about like they're trying to make me into something that I'm not if we all and he's frustrated and I get it and I respect it and and actions are going to speak louder than these fucking words but to go and walk it back when you're telling the truth makes it look worse you didn't need to do that the media or whoever in the media department of the Chicago Bears gave him the wrong advice. I honestly left that presser like, oh, shit. Justin is taking a power move and saying, we all know Getsy sucks. I guess Eberflus doesn't. And Justin's feeling that. And it's a problem with the Bears, with all these yes-men at coach. Let's all go to church together on Sunday and not to the football field. Go to the the church is the fucking game. The church is football. You got to get the right people in here. And they probably, everybody and their brother that's a part of or whoever played is all calling me and whispering to me, there's no way this kid is going to be able to overcome this shit. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see any way, man. I mean, it's. You always want to have hope. It's a long season, but mm-hmm. they're not giving you any hope. There's no hope. The old line busted. You know, you got a receiver who 
I think that, you know, even though he came out to play hard again, you had to take all that and all the criticism and coaches meeting and threats of sitting them down for him just to perform and do your job in the contract year. You think he's not going to do that again? Um, you know, and then the challenges of like, hey, you know, you got teams out here predicting what these guys are doing and picking off screen passes for touchdowns. It's just, you know, you don't think there's any way that that can happen. But you know, you know, Justin Fields can play a certain way. He's dynamic, but this is the NFL, man. People catch on to what you're doing the year to year, man. And, and and maybe that's one thing that everybody's ready for. That um, you know, that those RPOs, but you know, we haven't even really seen it. But like, dude, he made the wrong read four times on the read option game in this game. I break it down, Steve, on the tape neverlies.com. Maybe Will Brooks should go get a membership over there so he could see there's no bias at TTNL. I want Justin Fields to be the fucking man and win games, but watching him. Please, anybody, be the person that comes on this show and says Justin Fields is playing good. Show me one. Show me one. All these people are coming out, breaking down tape now, thinking they know. And then there's <laughs> other guys that are good. But the reality is I'm never going to fucking lie, ever. I always use Charles Leno or Mike Glennon as an example. If they were good – I would be the first one showing you how dominant they were. It's just mistake after mistake. There's a read option. The end is playing feather technique. It's cheating down. He comes down and Justin gives it and just smack Khalil Herbert. They come down and smack him because he didn't read it right. Mesh, pull, and go. You're gone. I break it down. There's, it's simple. So he's in his head. With everything he does, yeah, I should, the internal clock. You saw him getting mad. I'm thinking I got to be – he's affected by these coaches. He's got to do something to get himself out of it. Will he do it? I don't know. But it ain't got anything to do with race. It's got nothing to do with the person. It's got no. everything to do with what's showing on tape, and it's sad. Yeah. And now with these pressers, the defense – look at this, Steve. Defensive coordinator, whether FBI was there, not, there's bullshit going down there. From what we heard, it's terrible. What I got breaking news here from Courtney Cronin. Cronin, I spoke with Andrew M. Stroth, a sports attorney based out of Chicago, is working with former Bears DC, Alan Williams. So a guy gets an attorney for this. You tell me if it's true. He told me Williams is resigning due to health concerns and family issues. If that's the truth, Steve, then the motherfucking Chicago Bears and the head coach come out. Right now, Alan Williams is dealing with some serious health concerns and some family issues. He is going to resign. It's as simple as that. To say no comment, make speculation, it is ridiculous but let's finish the quote here from the attorney andrew m stroth given the false rumors and what seems to be out there on social media i just want to set the record straight that coach williams has some health challenges 
and some family issues he's dealing with. And he thought it was the right time to take a step back and deal with those issues. He has tremendous respect for the Bears organization. And he just thought it was time to handle his health issues and personal matters. Why isn't the head coach telling us that? Why is if that's true, if the attorney's telling the truth, why isn't it? It's a yeah. sad state, bro. Yeah, it's just uh it's it's very inconsistent for Steve. Where- if I had I've had I've had issues in my family, right? I've had some serious stuff go down. If I'm not on the show, I have people, you know, wondering, oh, where it's a point where Shane or somebody speaks on your behalf and says, listen, this guy, this gal, this person is dealing with some family issue, this health issue, and it's done. If we watch the Eberflus presser, he is completely saying he's fired. That's how I read it. Going through coach speak. That's how I read it. And it just, it's terrible for the fans. It's like the team is bad enough. The team and the situation. Now you're making this shit even worse. Now the quarterback's coming back. The left tackle's neck hurts. No one even heard he had an injury. He's on IR. Yeah. What what, the backup quarterback gets on the Chicago Bears? It's just. Oh, man, I've, I've never seen so many. It was just one bomb after another. I mean, no yeah. No one said I mean, he did anything yeah. wrong, Ninos. No one on this network. In fact, we were happy that he was taking that stance. What he did wrong was go the second time and backpedal off of what he said and try to straighten this out. Whoever told him, the, po- the politicians tell him, Mike, up at fucking Hallis Hall, said, hey, everybody's worried. Getsy's feelings are very hurt right now. What you got to do is you got to, right, Steve? Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's it's sad. It's a sad state. It It's sad. And when you have these yes men, Steve, you've played for them. There's a difference. You've had a yes man, and then you've had an asshole like Tom Coughlin. You've played for several coaches, so you know on you know better than anybody. Yeah, you you know. Go ahead. You know, I've all my different coaches that that were different that weren't your budding up guys were outside the organization, and that's what it is. You know, the Tom Coughlins. The Andy, the Andy Reeds, you know, uh, the uh, the Bill Billick, uh, Brian Billick, you know, um, who, who else? Am I missing somebody? You know, um, I, I mean, even even when I go to Arena Football, one of the most successful Arena Football coaches, uh, Kevin Guy. Just they're different. They're different. They're not budding up. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna say things to get the team uncomfortable. They're gonna make you uncomfortable. Um, you know, um, Andy Reid goes about it a little bit differently, but like he, 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 he means business, man. It's just like, 
I mean, it's great. Lovey was great, but Lovey was budding up. But he just he was really, I mean, he fed the he was that although budding up guys, he was the best. And we still got yeah. rid of him after the 10 to 6 season. So let's <laughs> you know what is that? But yeah, it's it's been, you know, Dick Drawn buttoned up. You know what I mean? He had some success. He had we had some talented teams back then, but it's been a lot of buttoned up, man. You look at the last years. You had um, a John Fox who was basically on his retirement, you know, got him off his retirement chair. Um, you know, <laughs> other than that, too. we've had a lot of budding up, you know, like you said, uh, used car salesmen and Maggie. And, you know, it's just where's that exciting coach that's not, you know, they that's not what they've always, you know, and they, and, they, and like, like I said, they handed, I got, I got to defend polls in this, man. This wasn't polls complete selection of his coaches. Like, they started started the hiring process before polls yeah. was hired. That's you something know? a lot of people don't talk about, Steve. Yeah, you and he was handed here. Here's here's the we started already, sir. But here here's what we got. And pretty much, he said, "No, I can go outside of this 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 selection." They no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, you took what they had. And you took the best what you felt, or or even maybe they would have been like they could have been like, "Hey." You know, Iberfus is the guy who we kind of like the best out of this. You know, who knows? But it wasn't his true from the from the ground level pick, and it, it doesn't and like from where he's from, where Poles is from, Kansas City. Ian Cunningham, what does he come? Did he come from Philadelphia? Ian Cunningham came from Philly. Yep. Yeah. Does Iberfus fit any of those billing of any of those uh, of those organizations? Y'all tell me that. Does Eberflus fit any of the Kansas City or or no, he, plays a, he plays? Look, I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. Can we play that drop, Claudio? Of George McCaskey. Guess what George McCaskey liked? I'm Love. just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. He liked Lovey Smith. He liked that cover too. There was a moment there. The Bears were on the cusp of, you know, Sports Illustrated talked about Brian Erlacher, Mike Brown, Charles Tillman. These guys went to the Super Bowl. We're playing cover two. Maybe there was, you know what? I like that cover two. I like that theory. Let's get Ebro. You're right. They started the interview process before they even hired the GM for the coach. It was a question asked on by Kaplan, David Kaplan, asking about, well, if you're not a football evaluator or you're just a fan, aren't you guys involved with interviewing? Well, right now we want to get a jump start. We're about to hire Bill Polian. You're the Bears. You got to hire Polian? What is his connection, Steve? Uh, Colts. 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 Are we putting this together tonight? The Colts. The Colts. <laughs> and where they what I said to you earlier, Phil. You know, you're gonna get a defensive guy. Was his defense? They were ranked where they dominated. If you're gonna go with a defensive coordinator, his defense has to be dominant. You know, like exactly. your guy in Dallas, he 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 coaches a dominant defense. Now Dallas is with Dallas, and they've kind of come up short. But uh, what's his name? 
the court, he was in the finals. Uh, the D coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Quinn. Quinn. Dan Quinn. He's coach, he's coached dominant defenses, like right. You know, and has the pedigree, and he's been there before, and has had some success in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe a second go around. You know, a defensive guy like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Ibrahimovic wasn't a dominant. Like, I ain't know about his name. Like, when you got to think about when Lovey was coming up. You know, he had some dominant defenses in St. Louis. You know what I mean? They they were. They was those the defense was solid, you know. What I mean, everybody knew who Lovey name was in, in the circuit, you know, so it made sense, you know. Um, yeah, man, it's just I don't know, man. It's and then when we get when Nagy, I don't know what the thought process was with that, you know. what I mean, like he just oh my god, that, <laughs> yeah, that was gotta start looking at these hirings, you know. what I mean, Bro, you we, gotta they're, they like, where, where we're at, where we're at right now. You know, cut from the same cloth. I've said yeah. it many times before. I said it earlier. I'd be willing to trade a first round pick for Mike Tomlin. You need a personality that's the opposite of what George McCaskey and that family of small minded that are, you know, they're like a fucking casino. The money never stops because all of us have the disease. We love the Chicago Bears. Today has been a day of misery. Whether you stand here, stand there, stand wherever the fuck you want, but look at this in perspective. Football isn't being talked about how bad they are. We're talking about how bad they are at handling their administration and their culture and their quarterback is backpedaling. He's not backpedaling. I see people, you guys are fucking clowns. He's not back. He completely backpedaled. He went from here. And then tried to clean it up to say that we're all together on, on Kumbaya, like you said, Steve. Yeah. It doesn't look good whatsoever. It's a disgrace, as Sal uh, Salim Hamani is saying. It is a disgrace. It is a disgrace. Hey, it's real that. quick, I'm looking at. I want this chat line, guys. I'm watching y'all too, man. I mean, I gotta stop with this Dion stuff. Let me just tell y'all, he's not leaving college football. He doesn't want anything to do with NFL. Yep. He doesn't want anything. He would not fit with us. So he just, you know, that's not happening. But Dion doesn't want anything to do with football. Like he wants young men. He wants young minded. He can mold them. So let's 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 keep it in perspective. I know everybody wants to get hyped, and we, this this is where we at. Week week three, and we're ready to. How do we get Caleb Williams? How do how do we, you know, that's where we at. Like, it's crazy. Who's our next It's game? hard to watch, though, Steve. It really is. It's, it's exhausting to watch the double screen intercept. You're in that game. As bad as things could be, you're yeah. in that game. And to end like that, it does bring about these questions and yeah. these things. This is Renetta. A $5 super chat. Yes, tonight, Chicago Bears fan, TTNL fans, 100 crew, Mike V. You still want to keep that. Uh, we have opened super chat. Uh, we so appreciate people like you, Renetta, for $5. This is Roe. In my opinion, y'all forgetting about Kevin Warren effect. We're not, but we haven't seen Kevin on this day. What should we call it? Doomsday. 
yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Um, this is this is when you want to see your president step out and then yes. come out. You know, maybe the facts have it. I don't know, but you know, like there has to be. I'll give them to yesterday. Today was a hailstorm. They have yeah. to get out and say something, even if there's no. They have to get out in front of it. Was a it was a very PR nightmare for the Bears. They have to get out. This is when we got to start showing that we're a different organization at the top with Kevin Warren. He needs to get out and, and address this stuff. Him, him and polls. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Week three press conference. I don't care. Let's get out it tomorrow. Needs to You're get, right. get out and address that so we can and so you can show a strong united front as an organization. Like we're not gonna just hide in the behind. We're gonna come out. We had to wait our facts, but here we are. We're here to address everything. And we're going to move forward. And that's what you want to see, uh, some kind of response. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the Kevin Warren. I, I, I'm waiting for his effect. I'm waiting I for him, too. you know, to clean this thing up. Like, I know this is his first year. I'm, I'm waiting for him, like, whatever, the, you know, if we what? have to make a move. Steve, what other organization in the NFL, <laughs> maybe the, the freaking Washington football team, maybe with the old owner, has there ever been a notification that the FBI is involved? The head coach is lying. The quarterback calls out the coaches. And I think you're right. Uh, who put up that comment? Matuzak. You're right. He's not backpedaling. It was more damage control. If if we're talking in semantics here, if, if that's what people are hanging out. I would call it backpedaling because... I'm just a black and white type of guy. Uh, this is what this is. This is what that is. If you're facing a three, an odd front, this is how we're going to block it. That's the only way. Not There's no gray area. It's just that way with me. But if you want to call it damage control and collateral damage, that's fine too. It just wasn't the right thing to do. You got the wrong. You said what you said. Go tomorrow. Offensive coordinator Luke Getze has to address the media. Tomorrow's coordinator day. Before that happens, Steve, Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles should be addressing this rumor. FBI is investigating the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Jay Rock is saying the, the defense the, and the offense because they've both been so bad. But in all seriousness, where does this rumor come from? And why, if it was a health reason, which makes this even more fraudulent, in my opinion, that the attorney's coming out saying this, that you have to have your attorney do it and not the head coach who's your friend, supposedly come out and say, Alan Williams is dealing with a health issue right now. He is now resigned from... That's what makes this stink. Like, are we going to hide this as a fake health concern, family issue? We know how that is. Again, just watch Suits and watch these guys manipulate truth to get the law on their side. For me, it's a reflection of the head coach and this administration right now that needs to be cleaned up. It's awful. All of you are right. I hope. Kevin Warren, no one has been a bigger believer in Kevin Warren than me. I was so excited. Ted is gone. Kevin's here. This is what's going to happen. But 
it has not. And as Cool Kennedy pointed out, I said it would take me three games to know. It's taken me one, in fact. I was like, this coach is not it. This coach is not it. Game two, it was even worse. Now game three, you're going to Kansas City. Matt Nagy's calling plays. Your quarterback's in disarray. You've cut this guy. The left tackle's out. Who's your left tackle? Larry fucking Bourne. What is going to happen Sunday? It's like, where are you going to be? You're going to have to clean up this mess before the mess of the game. And the quarterback came out and said, I'm going to be me. Just paraphrasing. Yeah. They haven't let me be me. I'm going to be me. So, listen, I agree with you, the fan. Actions speak louder than words. Uh, Lawrence Chisholm throwing five bucks. Ryan Poles is really having a good birthday. Is today his birthday, Sheree? Ryan Poles. Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> Matt is anybody had dinner reservations like canceled (laughs) going to Gibson's all of a sudden that uh let's have a quiet evening at the house. Uh (laughs) I think we don't need to get out in front and see anybody (laughs) see our faces right now. I mean, what what just happened? Your court like like the rumors are out there, you know. Like I would probably stay at home unless they're you know sometimes you get away with it up in lake forest you can just still tuck away go to a little nice restaurant they kind of respect your privacy a little bit up in lake forest you're definitely not going downtown uh <laughs> but it's, it's you just want to see these guys i i would love to see any combination but i would love to just see warren and uh poles get out in front of this thing you know um you know early afternoon Let's 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 not start throwing coordinators up there to interview like nothing's happened. Like like we're just like okay. There's a big element. Let's have some structure to this and and let's handle it like the Bears haven't handled things in the past. But this is this is different. We when have we handled it like this is like I think any NFL team like what NFL team has went with this. I mean these three headlines. Pretty let's just say two headlines. You know losing your left tackle. Um, you know, not it's a big injury concern, but like just like you, you throw it in there, you know what I mean? Just like, like what else can happen? So you the you three, gotta handle like it, man. Five yeah. headlines here, all Chicago. Like Chicago could be the whole show on NFL Total yeah. Access. Yeah, it's- let's watch tomorrow. How much are we on the headlines on these morning talk shows? It's gonna oh be. Oh my god! Like, we get the national. If, like, how much are we gonna be? My they, buddy they let is, us know how much people know. There's a lot of people investigating. If we're like on first take and we're on some of these shows, like this, it's gonna be interesting how this thing develops. If we will find out, I think if there's something to find out, I think it will probably hit the fan tomorrow. And I think, like I said, like we said, it's gonna be up to the bears to try to get out in front of this before everybody else does, you know, and, and control. Yes. You know, well, you know that it's going to start. Let's just get, you know, like, hey, this is our issue. Let us address it. They have the new, obviously, cast on some of these shows. I don't even know. Shannon Sharp, is he? Uh, I know Michael Irvin and this. Skip, I, all these different. They're going to be, obviously, this is going to be the thing. It's going to be, are the Bears ruining Justin Fields? That. That's where that conversation is going to start. Then this defensive coordinator stuff is going to – that's what 
these producers are doing to obviously rile up they don't even have to because it's an obvious question that's going on oh my god well justin find the wise ob x lax 69 uh thank you for your dollar 99 donation uh i only gonna answer that on sunday I'm going to be watching, I'm sure everybody, 425, another game of the week broadcast for the Chicago Bears. We broadcast to the whole country at 430. They will be center stage with all of this fucking baggage they're bringing to Kansas City and these storylines. We're trying to get through tonight. I'm here with former Chicago Bears offensive lineman, big Steve Edwards, big fan of the show. I mean, big friend of the show. I'm, I'm a, a big fan, fan of him. you know. You're Y'all want to know what I do. I take a shower. I kind of play a dangerous game with my phone. I kind of like got this area where I can just kind of – I looked at some of this stuff on Amazon where you can just plaster the thing, the, the, yeah. the, the phone on the wall. I don't trust it, but I have my whole thing. And I'll just be listening to you guys like you guys are going off, man. I'll just be like, all right, but maybe too much information for y'all, but I'm taking a shower and I got to, you know, so, you know, I am a fan, man. Are you listening to my rants? You listen to my rants. I got to get to, hey, man, forget 670. After the game, I got to tune in to Phil and his rant. Well, that's all it's been, like a rant, because we ain't gave him nothing positive to talk about. So I got to go right to Phil. That's what I want to hear. Thank I you. See what he got to say. So yeah, I am a big fan. And a fan. I love so, you, Steve. You know, I'm a fan of you. Real on that, you know. What I mean, it's the best David, show going on. David Schlick, Schlick, Schilker. I love this guy too. I can't pronounce anybody's last name. Cherie always laugh. I'm sure Cherie's mom is laughing at me trying to say everybody's name. TTNL's the best. F the Packers. Go Bears. Who would you guys grab to replace these guys after the season if they're fired? Oh, obviously Jim Harbaugh has to be right on the top of the list for me, Steve. Yeah, he might be up for the pickings when everything that's happened with him. He he might exactly. actually be fed up with the Michigan situation maybe by now. This is probably his best team um, yep. that he's had. The two running backs, uh, J.J. Uh, McCarthy. Um, if you know this is his best team, and I think if that's the, the situation, this could be the best situ- you know situation. Now I know does Harbaugh come with the with the um, I want a little bit of control of the personnel type of thing. So that's the one thing you got. That's where pick. Kevin Warren's going to have to make a decision, and Ryan Poles. I always say this: the guy that buys the groceries is second because he's a 50-50 shot. The guy who coaches is the number one. So if he can get to the point where he's like, listen, I want a, a hand in the the cookie jar. I want a hand in the groceries yeah. or whatever, Bill Parcells. I'm all for that. I want my coach to want to be a part of that. I hate right. the coach. That, yeah. Give me what you got. No, be a part of it. Yeah. Polls need, who would you rather, who would you trust more, hardball or polls? For me, it's easy. Yeah. Hardball. Hardball. Yeah. Yes. Um, as then, crazy as he is, I'm telling you, he's the exact coach the Chicago Bears need. He is maniacal. He's situational savvy. He's, 
He understands power football and mixing in some of the spread and read option with, but the, the staple is power trap games, getting those angles where uh, he would do wonders with Justin Fields. It yeah. sucks. You know, and he has a pedigree. He's done it before. He's done it before on you know yes. San Francisco, man. He, you know, it is what it is, and there's there's some history there. So, you know, any of those guys, Tomlin, they're gonna come with. You oh know, my you, God. you think about a guy, you know, Tomlin. Pittsburgh is not stupid. They haven't got rid of Tomlin, and, you know. But like, you know, who knows? Let's three just say coaches in there. Tomlin's gonna come with that same pedigree. You're gonna have. He's gonna want his hell in the yeah. kitchen. I would trade a first one of our first rounds for Tomlin. I'm going on the record of saying that's how important this coach is. You see what a I'm not even going to swear. You see what a yes man does. The culture, the talk, it's cheap. You have to live it. Today I I knew I I learned all I needed to know about Eberflus on Sunday. I was done. He's not the guy. He's, he's defending the double screen. That's a pussy's, a coward's way out. He's not the guy. So they got to get somebody else there. We're all of a sudden, Shane drops a bomb on us. YouTube, we're ready. This is super chat. We're getting to all the super chat questions. Gary, Catacon, Catacon, $2. Phil, we need to draft. And Steve can listen to this too. Four more starting old line. You think you're getting arguments from me and Big Steve about that? <laughs> Absolutely. We need them all, what man. What would JSN be doing for this team right now? This thing needs to be – we pieced it together. It's time to go ahead and just wipe this thing completely out and get a yes. whole – I mean, outside of uh, Darnell Wright, this thing needs to be a couple – I mean, Nate Davis, you don't gave him money, but, like, you got to blast this thing, man. It's got to be yes. aggressive. I goodbye, mean, goodbye, Cody Whitehair. Goodbye, yeah, goodbye, Lucas Patrick. Bye, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. Hey, Braxton Miller, you can stay on to be the uh, you know, a flip the back, swing back up tackle. See, you yes. know, take a back seat. We're gonna, you know, no man, you know, Jenkins. I don't know. You, you, you're not healthy. You know, just is this a feather in Jenkins hat with all this drama and they clearly were trying to do what Justin is saying. You got to be this. I've you and I watched the tape of Jenkins. I mean, if you don't want him at left tackle where I think the dancing bear would be like Trent Williams. And I know he's weird and people talk about his injuries, but inside Steve, you're more apt in back injuries to get them when you're playing inside versus playing outside, right? Yeah. So the Chicago no, the impact Bears is immediate. You're you're Go right ahead. in the war zone. You're right there. Like impact is instantaneously. You know, an exactly. offensive line. There's a little more space. There's a little more um, distance control. Like off. I mean, you're taking on a three, a shade nose, like right there, double team with the center, like whap out, like back lower back. You know, I didn't exactly. feel my lower back until I went to guard. I was a tackle. I went to guard, I'm like, oh, my lower back is a little. So let's little put a guy sore. with lower back issues at guard. He's he's clearly your best offensive lineman. They couldn't figure this out. You think I trust these guys? Please. Tevin Jenkins on tape. I know he's weird or whatever they had. They're completely some sort of 
disconnect there. Uh, Steph Froilin, two dollars, keeping it a buck. Actually, you must be keeping it two bucks. Oh, keeping a buck plus one. I see it there. Thank you, Steph Froilin, for that donation to TTNL. Pepe Sylvia, any offensive minded head coach come onto your radar for next season? I hate that I'm even thinking about it. This uh, we're all thinking about it, Pepe. Trust me. We talked about Jimmy Harbaugh. That's an offensive guy. Uh, Mike Tomlin, obviously a defensive guy. All, any other offensive guys, Steve? Uh, come to me. You know, I think I saw a list earlier. I can't. I couldn't really uh, get it all down. I know Detroit's offensive coordinator, yes. uh, Kellen Moore. Um, I think Kellen Moore with the Chargers, former. OC, uh, what about that former Dallas Cowboy head coach? Uh, what's his name? Now he's on NBC. I saw somebody asking about uh, him. Garrett. Garrett, Jason yeah. Garrett. Any interest in him? You know, you might be another tucked up guy, man. That's you, you might get another tucked up guy. Tucked up, tucked up. I like this term. I gotta steal it from you. Tucked up. That's yeah. what Eberflus is. He's tucked up, nice and tight. He's ready for church. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> oh, we did this. We did, Billy. My bad. We didn't do Hector, right? Zambrano. $10. No worries. It's Jim Harbaugh's destiny to be the Chicago Bears. But he may want full control. I think Warren will make it happen. They do have a relationship, I'm told. They're close. They like each other. I think he gets a kick out of Jim. And Jim is Jim is the penicillin. I, I really believe that. Yeah. But we need somebody, I, man. It's, if you know, if this all goes down like we suspected right now, and I mean, you just look at that schedule moving forward, it, it's not very promising. Um, you know, you know, I, I did the whole calendar thing with my my Barbara Howard, man, and you know, obviously this this Kansas City game, I think, you know. They're not like a Kansas City that's flying high and that's going to overlook them. They're Kansas City still trying to figure out their stuff, and they need something to launch off against. And um, they're going for the jugular. Yeah, they're going. They're going for the. They're going like, okay, we're going to put like we need to get our rhythm going, and they're going. Hey. Who's perfect to get their rhythm going? And then we go, uh, you know, Denver Broncos after that. You know what I mean? Uh, their team, that's not doing too well. So, you know, they're going to be desperate for it. I just don't, you know, we're starting to look at, you know, at these possibilities, and, you know, where it's headed. And if it's headed in that direction and you got to get a new head coach, you got to get something that's just, it's, a, it's enough of these experiments. You got to go for the gusto. You got to go for the guy who's going to come in here and change this thing just based off his clout, his experience, and I mean the Jim Harbaugh is number one. Obviously, we throwing his name out, so yeah. you're gonna have to have somebody who's gonna come in here with that. Not some experiment guy. Not not, not some rookie. Not oh, he's a great play call. Can he lead a locker room? Can yes, he lead a locker room? Even Fuchs looks lost, and when, when there's scenarios going on in the game, you see him just kind of pacing up the sideline. Like, that doesn't look like a guy who's leading men past, you know, adversity. He just, like, he doesn't handle adversity. I need a coach that doesn't, understands how to get people past adversity, a leader of a locker room um, that also has football smarts and knows how to surround himself with good football people. 
you know, and um, I agree. That, and that's where we're headed, man. It's, it's crazy to think that this, I mean, you know, it's a long season, but it's just like they're not giving us any hope that this will change. Any Robert Stray Station, five dollars. Thank you, Robert. Eberflus isn't a leader of men, but nothing more than a yes man. He is gone at this point. It's just a matter of when. No doubt we're going to get to all of your super chat stuff as we, the inaugural night, Claudio hit the, the top of the key with his yo tonight. Shane has been sick and under the weather, but still jumped on the show to talk about. We got Lady Bear producing and helping out. We've launched super chat. We're excited. Thank you, YouTube, for reaching out, telling us it's time. Uh, let's get through all of your guys. And obviously, the show's a little different tonight with all the chaos at Hallis. The chaos, doomsday at Hallis. I got to come up with some song with Cool Kennedy about all. It's like a soap opera. You can't even imagine it. They don't want to run. And what they don't know what to run. And what to run. The problem is they don't want to win that way. I agree. They get so caught up in getting to the shotgun and doing all these trick plays and throwing the football. They go away from what's working way too quick, Steve. The eye, the power game. They get positive gains and then they're back in the gun. Then they're in spread. And then let's run six screens. <laughs> it's like... Oh man, I totally, totally hear you. Yeah, no consistency whatsoever. I mean, it's just it looks very similar. I mean, similar to Maggie. This is what it is. It's it's it is. It's it's, 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 it's depressing. Throw, man. It's throw, very depressing to watch throw football. Throw it at the wall. Throw it. I haven't been wall. one. I haven't been one to watch football, man. That's how much the days are getting ruined, like by the Bears. I don't even care. I don't, you know, I ain't even tracking my fantasy team as well. I'm just like whatever, man. If I'm losing the fantasy, it just it just tastes it's taking the taste out of it. Like it's okay, we lose everything. Me and you are focused on our young teams now. Yeah, that's giving us some hope there. Yes, that's giving us so, hope in football. That's giving us hope. It's, it drives us crazy. Deion Sanders is giving me some hope in football. I've been enjoying Deion. watching that. You know, yes, even the though they do a little bit too much talking for me, a little bit much, but you yeah, I'm not. I've always been truthful i'm not a big fan of dion i do like that he's building a confident culture but i'm they i have the breaks like okay it was colorado state let's see what happens against oregon that's gonna be a big yeah, that's gonna be a thing chris you know? dorch uh, and i are talking about that on the super 16 pole show sheree with Chris Zorich, Monday nights on TTNL. Former Chicago Bear uh, Chris Zorich jumping on here. Every Monday night, talk about the top 16. And we talk about the Bears as well. Why do players not just call their own plays when getting BS calls from the coordinators? Ask Christopher Brown. Thank you, Chris, for a $10 donation. Why? Because the coaches are the ones with their jobs on the line and there becomes this connection there of are you ready to understand what it is you want to do and are you i've always been a believer that you have to have the 
ability to check with me once you've gotten to a certain level. You've got to have that. I think uh, when you get to a certain level where you know the playbook, I think there's a level of pride in it. Uh, there's a level of communication because they're seeing it from the top. You want to get input, but I think coordinators are most coordinators are too proud for that. And they know if the player is able to do it. So it's it's tough to just answer that. It's tough to just answer that. It depends on the situation offensively and the people. Diabetic Coochie, 499. Guys, with Carolina being terrible, the Bears might have a shot at Caleb and Marvin. What do you guys? I think that's a great possibility. A great possibility. However, if you get a Caleb, we also need a tackle. Oh, more, yes. <laughs> more importantly. Yeah, yeah that's going to be important there. But that's so far down the line, diabetic. But just I appreciate you throwing that in there. Uh, great scenario. If it's a deep draft and you haven't identified offensive linemen in the second round, uh, then yeah, but you got your if it's going the way this is gone, obviously Caleb Williams would, if you have the first pick, that would be your guy. And then you're looking at the weight. Because there's no doubt Marvin Harrison is tremendous, tremendous football player. But that's we'll be talking so much about that as we go. Big Steve, you got a question here for you, Jeremy Foyer. Big Steve, we need a left tackle. You ready to suit up for five dollars? Hey, Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> hey man, y'all, you know, this goes for my friends. It comes on Sunday. Everybody's just like. When can you suit up? That's the question I always get. Like, what? Like, if y'all knew how my at that point in time, when I'm watching the Bears, I'm probably sitting up with my knee just getting ice. And I ain't even do anything. It's just swollen <laughs> for no reason. So I, I would I, I would love to get out there, but guys, I would just it would be worse. I'm just uh, tell tell it. It'll get worse, man. I'm too old. But, you know, I appreciate the thought. Y'all, y'all, y'all make me feel good, like I could jump out there. But and left tackle, I would, I, I, you know, left guard, I'm good. But like left tackle, that's another world, man. I just, yes. uh, to me, beast out there for me. Lippa, ten dollars. Thank you, Lippa. We could forget about Caleb Williams. His father said he could stay another year if the situation isn't right. Hardball, Coach Prime, no way these owners would bring them in. I don't know. We got a new president there that sees a bigger picture that has to honestly stop the maniac, the not even the maniacal, the fucking lunacy of hiring, what do you call these? Tucked tight? Tucked up. Tight, tucked up. These tucked up coaches that handle themselves a certain way. Obviously, the big personalities, the guys like um, Rex Ryan, Jim Harbaugh. What was the guy we should have hired instead of Tressman? He ends up winning a Super Bowl. Uh, you're talking about your guy from Arizona. Yes, um, he went to Arizona. Why am I forgetting? With the Kango hat. Uh, Kango. He went to Tampa. Bruce Aarons. Bruce Claudia was on mute, but I read his lips. <laughs> Bruce Arians. You're right, Bruce Arians. Those types of personalities, 
the old administration has. Yeah, yeah, they passed on him, man. He, he, you know, they didn't. Oh know, my god, he, he knew he forget about that. Speaks his mind too much, you know. What I mean, he's, oh, he's he speaks his like they could never have me because I would say exactly the truth like that. I would speak my mind. No, Justin's playing terrible. He needs to step up. I need to step up. My defensive coordinator. This is not okay. They don't want that. They don't want yeah, Bruce Aaron is going to call out his quarterback. Oh he's yeah. Going, you know, he oh, did it. Yeah. He's doing it. He was doing that with he did Tom. it with big Ben. Yeah, ben. Call, he's he's holding these guys accountable. Like, oh my god, yeah, they, they don't want none of that. Billy Caulfield, a ten dollar donation to Shane for a Robitussin because he's sick tonight. How about this? Bill Wagner, a hundred dollar or ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, I'd rather spend a hundred dollars on TTNL than Bears tickets right now. Hashtag sell the team, says Bill Wagner. Look at you, Bill. Thank you for your donation. You're so generous. I hear you. I'd rather spend it on TTNL too. I spent it on Claudio and Subway this weekend watching the game, for God's sake. <laughs> Rel, 199. Thank you, Rel. They told Justin to stay. Say it. Come on. They're pol political. They told Justin to say it. Come on. They're po political is what he's saying. I'm reading it wrong. That's what he's saying. I I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Tom Lavin just threw five dollars to us, Steve. Five dollars. Oh, just on the, the love, huh? No comment. Just on the strength. It's just no comment. It's just blank. It's almost like uh, Luke Getzey's play sheet after he calls screen again. <laughs> Hector coming back for five dollars. It's Jim's Harbaugh's destiny to be the Bears head coach. Kevin Warren, make it happen. Uh we talked about fit for 30, 490 polls. Eberflus share the same agent. If one goes, both will. I don't agree, fit for 30. I think polls is going, unless this Alan Williams thing comes out to what we were told, then I think everybody's going down and out. If If it's rumor or false, and I don't believe it is, then I think Poles will be the the one guy standing, and Eberflus is definitely gone. Definitely yeah. gone. That's all I, I think. Can say. I think at the end of the year, I mean, Poles will be standing. You know, yeah, he, you do you too. Know, you gotta let you know, unless something happens with, like you said, one of these power coaches coming in, and that comes that becomes an issue of power and what Kevin Warren was, uh, but other than that, Paul stand tall, I think, throughout this, because that's not his coach. You can always say that I didn't get the pick fully, and this is not my quarterback. Yes. So This wasn't his quarterback. To your point, a lot of people don't talk about it. Even I've forgotten about it. They started the interviewing process and clustering those coaches to jumpstart, according to Bill Polian, to jumpstart the process, to help the new GM. Well, when you take a step back, as Steve did, what does Polian and Eberflus have in common? The Colts. All Baby Polian said, hey, young buck, take this guy on as your head coach. Our last, 
Uh, super chat comment, unless Claudio and Cherie had other ones, is from Corn Planter. Two dollars. Just tell us that Big Steve is freaking awesome. No shit, Corn. Corn Planter. We must corn. be uh me corn planter. You know, are you a corn planter? Do you actually plant corn? That might be why you you know, you know, we're green thumbs over here, corn planter. If you actually like actually plant corn. So hit me up if you do, man. Find me on one of my platforms, man. Gotta talk about what is arms. this? Is this real right here, Sheree? Jesus, what is that? Is that five hundred dollars or five hundred pesos? Can you put pesos in there? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, how much is five hundred pesos? <laughs> Jack Baller comes back and, Jack, and hits you, us with the pesos. That's, is that's, that pesos, Claudio? I think so. There's the P. All the other ones don't have that. They don't so, have I that mean, P. So I'm trying. Is that Filipino money? Yeah, because all the other ones have a dollar sign. So, yeah, that's Filipino money. So that's like 30 cents. Thanks. Cherie's Sorry, I'm on mute. Yeah, <laughs> the Philippine peso. All right. Thanks. Bro. How thanks, somebody translate that? Because I <laughs> thought Jack Baller was being a Jack Baller, throwing 500, trying to show up all others. I don't know how much that translates. It into translates pesos. to eight dollars and seventy-eight cents in U.S. Right, there you funny. go. That's good. There, thank you, Cherie. And I a free scuba we lesson. Getting... I think there was a free scuba lesson in there too, but you get down the free the scuba. But shout out to you, Jack Ball. He's got a new girlfriend in the Philippines, Steve. This yes. guy just left, started yeah. up his life over. <laughs> TTNL was his inspiration. Yeah. Listen, I know for a fact how many people have reached out talking about this show, this network, the guests, the commentary, the analysis, the passion, the pride, how much it's helped them through dark days, Sundays, misery, gloom. I want to be helping in the positive. I want to be helping in the compassion, telling everybody the Chicago Bears have done it. They're on their way to the Super Bowl right now. I never, for a million dollars or a million pesos, would ever believe that the Chicago Bears would be in this place right now in such an embarrassment, such an embarrassment. Uh, it is a sad state for the Chicago Bears. I don't think anybody can find a good positive note right now uh we've skipped bear up bear down right now we're just going to say bear down all of us right now the chicago bears organization and is a big bear down and you know how we play the game here the bear up is the positive on this show the bear down is the negative and the chicago bears i hope they listen to big steve because big steve's a hundred percent right as we bring Cherie and Claudio, the barber, on with us on the show. We're going to do one thing before we wrap up and go to shout-outs. We're going to do some bold prediction, but I want to say this. I hope tomorrow Steve is right. I know Claudio had his cut-it-out section. We got to do that for you, Claudio. I'm sorry. We could do we'll it. Go, I got a few. but We'll, we'll do rapid. We'll, one second. Okay. Let the Bears come out and address it before. It's important. That you hear Steve before 
the coordinator speak. Why? Because the elephant in the room is what it is. Nobody gives a fuck about Getsy's thoughts right now. We all want to know what the hell is going on. And does somebody have a seatbelt or some sort of protective understanding that this franchise isn't the biggest joke in sports right now? Because that's what they are. I'm getting texts from people in Philly. I'm getting texts from people in Manhattan, in the Bronx, all over the East Coast, in Boston for you fucks that think I'm from Boston and I'm not. I'm getting texts from them, and they're talking about the Bears all over the news, sports radio, and how what the fuck are they doing up there to Justin Fields, just like I said. DDP, Shane, my question didn't show last time, but it was, what do you think of the Hampton OB rants, if you've ever heard of them? Uh, My guy, uh, Robles, Isaiah Robles, always sends me uh, Hampton OB uh, I have nothing but respect. We're supposed to get Dan Hampton, Dan, Dave Kaplan, supposed to set that up where uh, Dan Hampton's going to come on the show and chop it up with the guys. That will be must-see TV, I'm sure, with all this shit going down. Hampton is going to let loose here. He could swear here. So hopefully that happens. But I have nothing but respect for them, and I agree with 80% of, some, of what they say. Uh, look like a T for TTNL. I don't, yeah, there you go. We're in a T formation. T formation. Claudio, it's your turn. Let's, Does anybody do want to no. send a super chat to Claudio for his? Cut it out. We can't even play the song tonight. Cut it out, Claudio, real quick, because you put in all this work. Well, all right. Let's just start Little it Big off. Steve laugh. This it's, is. I'll the- try. So let's take that comment down there. Let's get it off. Oh, all right. Oh, so here here, we're here. gonna cut it out with your boy <laughs> Phil, Mr. Komet. Okay, so on the left, if you remember this play, he makes a great catch. But dude, you're getting paid what 12 million dollars a year. You need to learn to bring that ball into your, your body. He leaves it out, it gets it knocked out. That's just not what you do when you're a top paid tight end kelsey wouldn't do that he would make that catch and you're getting paid more than kelsey so all you have that fucking shit out dude claudio all you have to fucking do cut it out gets a ten dollar donation that's it cut it oh shut it out so and then listen (laughs) on the right Komet's getting fucking telling you to cut it out (laughs) he's getting manhandled by this dude with one arm on this fucking play oh my god it goes it was (laughs) <laughs> ridiculous That's long arm stab to the sternum and look at his hands one hand. oh my god oh my. bro what are you doing on one you play playing? you gotta pull your hands in on this fucking play put your hands on the jesus christ player. superstar he's holy playing he's shit. holding his hands out like he's a t himself just getting so, destroyed this was a right. jet sweep play claudio yes it's sad it is it sean is. Okay, stewart thank you all right. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yes, Sean. Awesome. Go. Um, so this is our boy. So he, he listen, oh. he, he's, a, he's an undrafted rookie. I understand he was, you know, not playing a lot. Quindell Johnson. If you remember this play, Mike Evans on the top makes a catch. Quindell is right Offensive over there. Literally, pass interference should have been called, but go true, ahead. True. But what is he doing on this play? What angle are you taking? Look at the top. 
He has an angle on him, right? Now it's like a fucking magnet when you put the poles, the North Pole and the North Pole together and they repel. He fucking Ryan goes poles. around. Yeah, he goes around <laughs> him and then like starts like running with him. Like, bro, cut it out, man. You got your opportunity. Let's do better when you're out there, man. So there you go. There's that one. We'll do another one. And uh, oh, we got another music on because this is Tyreek Stevenson breakdancing on this. Oh, yo. Yo. yo, cut it out, Stevenson. I like you. You're a hard nosed guy, but. Listen, man, you gotta you you gotta welcome to the NFL game right there, man. You gotta play better at corner, um, and if you're gonna be playing on this team, so he he got beat a couple times by Mike Evans. So cut it out. And the last one, let's bring it in. Here's Fields, Mr. Fields. It's hard to see. I don't know if you guys can see these. This is the same play, right? The same play. This is where, first of all, on the top, look at the fucking offense alignment, Steve. What do you think about that? <laughs> Look at them standing a fucking around. This dude in front, Carter, is just standing there. He's just not even blocking anybody. This, if you go look at this it play, looks like he's about to jump off a diving board. There, it's it was so bad. This this was the this was the the same drive as that other play where uh, Johnson was going down the seam and he didn't hit him. This is the same drive, and this play was a is horrible. And on the bottom. He has three people open. Justin, this is what we're talking about. It's not all on you, but on this play, this is not the play calling, bro. This is you not making a throw. So cut it out, Justin. We believe in you. We want to see you do better. So let's let's get it. There you go. There cut it is. It. Claudio's cut out. it out this week. There we go. Big Steve. Oh, this was his question. It didn't show up. So yeah. hey, Phil, the rumors are Twitter. Uh, I have sources that aren't those people. Yes, that's all I could say because it's alleged right now. I trust the people that have told me, and once There's it's a lot revealed, of rumors, I'm, there, I'm not you know, the guy not that the tries to break news, I'm an analyst. That's my job. I'm a thorn in the side of the bears, and that's where I'll stay. I don't mind that, I don't need. This has been a terrible day for Chicago Bears fans. This has been a terrible day for the organization. It's a great day for TTNL because we had a great guest, Big Steve. He's been so generous with his time. Steve, do you have any – do you have to go, Steve? I know it's been a long time. Yeah. You're tired. Do you, want, do you want to predict or throw a prediction for this Sunday – and send a shout out. We'll let you go, bro. Oh my God! Do I got Do I have to predict what the hell is gonna happen here, man? Is oh, there any it, way the Bears win in your mind? I'm not gonna be nice, man. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll be nice in this sense. Okay. I think we we at least put fourteen thirty five. 35-14, Kansas City. 35-14, Kansas we City. We got a couple plays. Justin Fields breaks. It's not going to look pretty, but, he, you know, maybe some late, late touchdown, you know, early touchdown, late touchdown. Um, 
I almost want to give Kansas City that 42, but, you know, I think, you know, bump that, man. I'll go ahead and give him 42. because He's I, going 42. I'll go 42. Jack Fuller's giving no us 42 pesos. No pass rush whatsoever. Listen, this is all, all this stuff that we looked at. We I know we're focused. I'm on offense. There's yep. no pass rush. So uh, you know, secondary is all bust. It's 42, dude. They're gonna they're gonna explode on us. And we're gonna get an early touchdown or late touchdown. That's what we got. All right. That's there it is. Steve, you and have it's been a Boston day. Um, all the news, and I yelled at my kids today because they were acting like you know, they're looking up in the trees and I'm like, you know, I got my peewee. So I got two units, you know, I got older kids. They already played their first game. We won in dramatic fashion, goal line, had them set up for, uh, and I had them set up with a plus one play. So nice. Five, I said, if we don't get it guys, we're on the one time. I mean, it was like 30 seconds left. I said, QB sneak, get lined up, you know, call a great play, you know, my brother was there helping me, you know, one. Now I got my peewees, and they're getting ready for their first game, and they act like they don't know where they're going. Like, I'm like, this is about to be a nightmare. So I got to get them ready. We got a week and a half. So I'm tired. And, you know, it'll be another day, man. We'll see what happens tomorrow with the Bears, man, what, what, what you know, comes out, um, how they address this. Obviously going to be interesting, what guess he has to say, but – um, most importantly, how did will the Bears come out, um, you know, early afternoon? I'm guessing and get out in front of this stuff. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing and how you know and what other, what else comes out because I think there's other stuff to come out. It could come out tomorrow. Yeah, uh, people are going to be all over the place. It's craziness. I'm sure the attorneys are working past the midnight oil like you steve all the best thank you for jumping on tonight with us it's always fun your last episode that you were on here was one of our top viewed shows with over forty-six thousand views steve oh so wow fans really wow. appreciate what were we things. talking about i think it was a while i don't know what we was doing he's having a good time though we were having, we always have a good time with you. Yeah, I was drinking bourbon that night. I don't know. I was drinking something good. So, uh, well, it's always a good time with you. Thank you for jumping on with us tonight. Yeah. Former Chicago Bears offensive lineman, NFL offensive lineman. He's been around the league. Love this guy. Shout out to your team. Good luck to your coaching two teams. That, yes. that's impressive, bro. And anything you need. Uh, reach out to me. I All do right. more things in the playbook for you. Uh, we'll talk. All right. All right, lady. Lady Bear. Right. Uh, Hi, Claudio, Steve. I need to cut when I come out to the East Coast. Yeah, you know of course, you bro. got to get this, dude. Hit me we up. got to get Definitely. you, man. We're going to make it happen. Let's get done. Hey, Phil, let's get done hey. with this. Uh, we're like youth season. And you know what? I'm going to pop out there, man. How there we go. I'm gonna, we I'll get you. It. I'll give you the cut. Phil brings the pizza for Modern. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So no, good. We're going to go there this, after I mean, the November, cut. so we have I'm, to my youth season's yeah. over. But shoot, I'll jump a flight, man. There ain't going to be nothing to it, man. you got a place to stay. And one last thing. Congratulations. Uh, I truly am so happy for you, bro, and everything in your life with the new lady. And everything going on, I, I appreciate you. Well, she ain't new, but 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Love you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Later, enjoy yourself and keep us posted. I want to know how your team's fair, man. Keep oh, us yeah. in the loop. I'll let you know. Definitely. And, so. and my dad wanted me to say hello to you and tell him to come on the show. So okay. I'll keep in touch if your Saturdays are open. I know you're busy as hell. Oh, yeah. Like, Saturday. You already know. Those. I know you play Sundays. We play Saturdays. So those I Saturdays wish we played nuts. Saturdays here. I'm pushing yeah. the league to do it Saturday night. Oh, man. Why not, man? Get to Saturdays. We dude. have the lights. Uh, we got everything. They yeah, want. I'm so. pushing the league to get that done. Yeah. But anyway, that's another topic. 35 right. to 6. Max. All right. Uh, Steve, have a great night. The great former Bear Steve Edwards joining us tonight. Yeah. Long night. A lot of drama here. Wasn't expecting to go this long. There's still 533 of you in the chat. Uh, we don't do a midget show, like small, uh, short shows here. We go long. So I don't put out videos every day, and I don't count how many, right? I am the smallest guy, Cherie. Yes, I know what I said. Um, okay. <laughs> I fucked no. your mom. Claudio, stop. That's impressive. It's just so slick and skinny in a hole. Yeah. It, I was trying. You fuck yourself. <laughs> I was trying to do my Jeff Joe. I gotta perfect the Jeff Joniak impression. I'm I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, I don't know how Jeff is gonna twist this into a positive, but I'm certainly gonna start working on. Where's Caliendo? I know Frank is. Me and Frank are friends. I gotta get him on the show. Oh, he's awesome. I want to do everything in my power to get Caliendo. If he could His do it, great. Oh, his Madden is the greatest oh, thing. Madden if he could do great. Madden saying the tape never lies in John Madden, boom. You, you, I'll tell you right now, when you're watching your football, oh. you got to look at the tape. The tape never lies, like the network. I'm sure he's on, Madden I'm sure he's on cameo. Take some of that super yeah. chat. Fucking taking cameo. I, he's my friend on Instagram. Bring I got to get him Bring on him the on. show. I'm reaching, I reached out to him once. He said he was going to do it. But anyway. We're excited to announce that we have opened Super Chat. We're going to have a special Super Chat segment on Keeping It 100 and also on Bears Hour Live every Sunday right after the Chicago Bears uh, game, the final whistle. Shane and I will go live. Super Chat will be open after my rant. Some of you guys want to get on the show. The Super Chat is going to be the way for you to get on the show. We truly appreciate all your support. Tonight has been an amazing inaugural night for this network. This crazy news happening on a Wednesday with all of this stuff going on. with our Defensive coordinator Alan Williams resigning. Eberflus not telling you he resigned, even though he did it in the morning, supposedly. Will the Bears come out? Justin Fields wants to be himself. The coaches have tried to handicap him by keeping him in the pocket. He comes and expresses that. He was animated. He was agitated. I liked it. Then he came back, and what did they say, Cherie, he did? He didn't he, back paddle. He was doing damage control, which caused damage collateral control. damage. I mean, what I wanted to say about this, Brooks. though, I don't think you guys brought this up. 
after the game, if you remember yes. the press conference, I made sure I was listening. He never said, I made mistakes. I he, need to do better. I said he that on VHL. He kept saying, we need to execute. We. I, I didn't like that. I, I thought he needed to say that in you know some play. He, he, needed, he never said that right after the game. That's a little telling with what else it is. you know transpired you're right so you know you know we'll see hopefully who knows i mean some people in the chat are thinking that this is gonna somehow rally this team this could gonna, rally you know i, I mean you, know, you never you know, know. you're right listen you know, i hope so. it does trust me because right now I mean, imagine, I mean just imagine if somehow we did beat the chiefs like uh, oh that my would just god be, you, you know, know that would it's be- not the fans will predict lose. we win in the Super Bowl if we beat the yeah. Chiefs, according to most fans. Let's predict uh, it real quick. Jackal never right. showed up. I was right on that prediction. Will I be <laughs> right on this prediction? Claudio, what do yeah. you got? Well, I'm I was wishful thinking with what I just said about rallying and this and that. We're sadly not gonna win this game. I don't see it happening until they could show uh any type of uh you know offense defense that looks uh, like an NFL team because they they don't they look like that for like the first like the first drive last game against the Buccaneers was incredible. Mm-hmm. What did you do? You threw the ball twice to DJ Moore over 20 yards. He caught I think almost every catch he has had this season has been a first down. Like throw him the ball. Then what happened? We went under center, ran the ball with Khalil Herbert and then went under center again and he booted and scored. It was beautiful. So if we can do that for a whole game, we'll see. Under we're center. Gonna, yeah, under center. A lot, a lot more under center. But, yeah, I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to – we'll be able to score a little bit more than what Steve said. I think we'll get – I'll say uh, we will lose 35-20. Uh, 35-20. to 20. 35-20. There's hope, guys. There's, there's hope. I hope – I hope yeah. there's hope, Sheree. Claudio, 35-20. We're not even going bold. We're just predicting the score tonight. That's what the Bears deserve. Then we're going to go to shout-outs. Cherie, your prediction tonight. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm along the lines of Steve Edwards. I don't think KC will score as much because they have their own struggles, but I don't think the Bears are going to score much at all. So I'm saying 24-15, KC. Coming on the plane after Dallas, so messy. It's coming on the play. Yes, I would. Uh, if the Bears won, I'd feel like that, uh, Claudio, as well. Yeah. Yes, that's the juice, Cherie. Uh, I thought you were going to go higher. 24-15 is a closer game than, I, than I'm thinking, but there you go. I love all I know, Cherie. I'm just so scared of seeing what. Kelsey's gonna do. I mean, I just I am how are we gonna am, stop that dude? That's what I'm predicting right I mean, here. Your safety, Eddie Jackson. Where is he? Nobody knows. Is he well, hurt, the right? old hurt, Eddie? Right? The new Eddie, the fetal Eddie laying on the ground, the guy that got hurt, not tackling. I feel what like about, he's gone back to the no tackling Eddie. Yes. Chicago, uh, Brisker, does he have heat exhaustion? Verbal diarrhea. I don't know what's going on with Brisker. Uh, I do know he's more concerned about the fans, which is another red flag, Claudio, that Brisker's attitude. I know Shane has talked about it. 
this culture, this thing. Don't boo us. Look, at they've left us. Look what Jaquan. Do you want to take back, retract those statements? Look what the fans are dealing I with. I got it up. <laughs> it's hard to get it up with this team. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm with Steve. I'm dead serious. 38 to 6 mm. is <laughs> going to be my score yeah. here. The Chicago That's Bears are in a state of combustion. The head coach. Good. The days that I'd rather have him as my head coach than Eberflus, we got some serious problems. Uh, the head coach, the defensive coordinator drama, the the injury to our left tackle. Who are they going to put at left tackle? Who's going to be the center? Forget about our defense trying to hold up against Mahomes. I don't know what our offense is going to do. I forgot about Braxton like... Jones. Can I change my uh, score? <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm going to change my score. I forgot he's there. Well, let's not act like Braxton Jones was actually doing oh, a good job. Like, no, he wasn't. But I mean, that like you shouldn't said, change. Anything. I don't think we talked about who who is who do you think is going to fill in, Phil? Uh, I honestly, I just like we said, I don't know. Are they? The move would be to put. Darnell right at left tackle, but in that I totally swear to God, me and Steve didn't talk about it on the phone. We were step. I was so step for step with him. That's what I would do. If I move him, he stays there. That's where he's playing for the rest of his career. If you leave him at right tackle, then obviously you're piecemealing this together. Larry Borum is the, I believe, is the only tackle on the roster. I would bring up uh, Collins. I think he's better than Borum at left tackle, number 74 in the preseason. A Avion Collins, he's a veteran. I thought he was looking bad. I thought he should have made the 53. So personally, Claudio, I would bring up Collins and put him at left tackle. He's on the practice right. squad right now. He's a veteran. Uh, and let him play there. Let Larry be the rotational piece. Uh, my center would be white here, and I would get Feeney ready at left guard. Obviously, Nate comes back at right guard, and Darnell right at right tackle. That's how I would uh, handle this. Uh, another super chat. If you want a super chat shout out, we'll do that. You get one. London the pup, $10. Not pesos. <laughs> I kid. Would you rather go 0 and 17 and secure the picks rather than end up 4 and 17 at best? Sorry to be seen negative. TTNL is the best. Every other channel is poopy pants. It's poopy pants. Thank you for making me read that, London. The pup. Thank you for your kindness. Um, I'm not a guy that wants to see you lose. I so. It's a tough situation. I, honestly, yeah. with that, because 0-17 is, like, it was such a big deal when the Lions went 0-16. They're the only yeah, team to I don't do think it. So I don't want that reputation right. of the only team to go 0-17. Yes. So, no, definitely yeah. no. <laughs> definitely Cherie is on the top saying no.
Ackle really wants to be 0-17 and get those picks. So that's where he is. I'm with Sheree. I think the negative connotations of 0-17, how much can I take to lose 12 in a row? Oh, my God. Listen, we've been three hours and 23 minutes of talking the Chicago Bears. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the channel. Smash the like button. If you want the real truth in tape, no flip-flops, no fancy little clips that I delete and then say I never said, I always stand by what I do and how I break it down. If you remember all of Draft Dr. Phil's tape, Never Lies, you're not going to want to miss out on what I'm doing, showing you the offensive line, showing you the tight end problem, showing you the missed opportunities, the missed assignments, and also the the good, where there's some good things in there. There's a great throw by Justin Fields on a shallow cross across the field over the linebacker to DJ Moore, getting pressure in his face, throwing the football. There's also another a couple good throws where he hits the in cut finally, and then he's he's so inconsistent. That's the thing that gets you right in the chest because it becomes a question. Is it the offensive coordinator? Is it what Justin originally said that they're trying to make? I don't want to be a pocket passer. I just want to be me. That, that clock that's ticking. I got to be better than I got to get back to me. Is that it or is it something else? We're going to be able to break it all down. We'll be live on BHL right after Bears versus the Kansas City Chiefs, Shane will Give be me there. some fucking names. Give this kid two. <laughs> That's right. He'll be asking for names. Bill. He's overwhelmed. Give me some fucking names. Imagine Every week we can understand the fucking why. I'm sure my rant will be good. Coach O is going to make an appearance on yeah. Bears Hour Live after the Chiefs and Bears face off. Hopefully you'll be there. Let's get to it. Our final thing. Cars Keys. Thank you, Corn. We'll be live tomorrow. Cars Keys. You like cars? I think Cars owes me an apology about Cole Komet. We'll talk about that a little later. But all of that tomorrow. Cars Keys. Check out my boy, uh, Matt Carstensen, as he breaks it down. If you become a patron, Matt also writes some articles and analysis Breaking down the Chicago Bears like nobody does but him. Great stuff by cars. Check it out. The tape never lies.com. How do you get there? You type in www.thetapeneverlies.com. It's that simple. We'll get you to the patron site. Jump in there. Check out all of the magical cloud of DVR coverage from the draft all the way up to the season and the preseason. All of the information. Shane is constantly. Uh, giving you updates and thoughts and pop-up shows and everything like that. So we'll be live there this Saturday as well. X's with the O's. We'll take a look at this new defense under Eberflus. That'll be live on Saturday late afternoon. <laughs> I know you see me, baby.
baby. Shout out. We gotta holla at you. Keep it 100 crew. We gotta show love to. Shout out. I know you hear me, baby. Shout out. I know you see me, baby. Shout out. We gotta holla at you. Keep it 100 crew. We gotta show love to. From the fans in the stands to the follows on the gram. On the gram. Thanks for your support. Showing love in the DM. We stay special strong. Fight together till the end. Now it's time to shout out worldwide friends and fam life. The network that keeps it real, 100 crew. So many in the world that I gotta show love to. But some this part, see the show is at its end. But for me, it's so important to thank the charter members and the fans. Build the network, speak the truth through the tape. Never run around the truth. No narratives we create. Set them straight, no bubble screen up for the day. Audio Jane getting nervous, cause keeping them up too late. That's it. No more to say to get the shot of vital But hurry up, cause the postman's getting homicidal Shout out, I know you hear me, baby Shout out, I know you see me, baby Shout out, we gotta holla at you Keep it 100 crew, we gotta show love to Shout out, I know you hear me, baby Shout out, I know you see me, baby Shout out, we gotta holla at you Keep it 100 crew, we gotta to show love to the network that keeps it real. Sense is strong. You're on the air, baby. You're on. You did it. You made it. Oh my fucking god! Your lunch with Larry. <laughs> lunch with Larry is still a thing. Will lunch with Larry break the news tomorrow? On what the fuck is going on with the Bears or will Angelo? They let me do what I had to do. <laughs> I hope Angelo's the one to do it. I'll pay to see that. Uh, Mark Revelle, all of it. Keeping them up too late. That's right, Gustavo. We're keeping them up too late tonight. Cherie, I'm exhausted. I worked. I've narrated in my car this morning. And then my phone doesn't upload the video to Patreon. You have to do it on a desktop. I didn't know that. So I had to wait all the way to the afternoon, sweating in the car. Anyway, nobody fucking cares. What do I do? I'm just, a, I'm just me doing Let me give a rant real quick. Let me hear my rant music. too slow i need new ramp music but it took forever to come oh i need where's cool kennedy i need this rant to be faster building rose for a second you're like i know so did sheree we're ranting tonight our shout outs guys so sheree get your game face on (laughs) it's super chat wednesday here at TTNL, Cherie, do you have any shout outs on Ryan Pohl's birthday? Nah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm not giving them no love. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and I was saying it in the chat, and Logan is calling me out, but I, my love for the Bears are fading because oh, I'm tired. Wow. I'm getting tired. I know, I know I've been a fan far less than, you know, not as long as you guys have, but it's slowly fading to a point where. I, for my own mental safety, I have to like watch it as if I don't care. But it's hard, but I'm getting to that point where I can't just keep taking that abuse and letting it affect my mood. So fuck the bears right now. 
<laughs> the rant is not a rant. The rant is real. I am that, is real. You deserve this rant, Sharia. <laughs> that, that is exactly my. I mean, you're I, right. I mean, I could know. super chat. I would super chat you right now. <laughs> That's worth freaking seven thousand pesos, Logan. <laughs> But yes, mental health is it should be your priority, and the bears ain't helping it. So, Cherie, yeah. seriously, yes. you're a hundred percent right. Yep. I think we can have you can have your own show. It's almost like bear therapy. How about that? Someone's gonna steal that, and make a podcast. Bear therapy. You're a Bears fan with Cherie. You have to like get in a mindset that you don't give a fuck anymore. Like, show me. I- I don't even know how to get there either. Years it's, of being battered and abused. You know, well, you're right. I mean, the navy look, blue and orange. Two things that we don't have uh, a lot of, right? All of us. We don't have a lot of time. We don't have a lot of money. And the time and money that we spend on this team should be reciprocated over. Uh, you know, uh, it's been decades now. You know, since there's been a Super Bowl. So you know, agree, something's got to give. You know, Can you imagine just. Give. Just stating that, I think of George and Ted and this franchise being such pompous assholes with their noses up at the fans. Take, give me your phone. What are you filming? Shut the fuck up. Your team sucks. Like that's what you worried about, right? Mm -hmm. With all this going on, you worried about somebody filming something. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. When the teams that let you in, you know, the Cowboys, they they live stream their practices, right? Other teams, you know, like. We've dealt That's with curls, people... curls, curls, Mark Tressman's bullshit, John Fox not giving a fuck, Lovey firing Ron Rivera, then all of that. How much can this, I mean, we could go on double doink, passing <laughs> on, trading up for Mitch Trubisky, passing on Pat Mahomes, who we have to play. Oh, oh my God. And it's so crazy. Your fucking class. I live in the D.C. area, so like what you were saying with the commanders and all the bullshit they were dealing with, I heard the fans complaining about Dan Snyder, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm glad it ain't me, yeah. but, yeah, but look here it. we they are new, today. They got new ownership, and look it. They're, they're actually playing good. You know? At Hallis Hall. We have Kevin Warren. I'm not even at my shout-out. I was about to go on a rant. I will go on this mini rant. Sorry, Claudio. Kevin Warren, I'm Hold talking on. to Hold you. On. Real quick. Real. <laughs> Kevin Warren, I'm talking to you. Your team is in disarray. The ownership, the handshakes with Matt Eberflus and Pat fucking McCaskey is embarrassing. Your culture is unknown. It's all words. It's not walk. It's talk. Everything that place from Marge and the old fucking ways of ignorance and bullshit. That snobby nose up. We're better than you. We're from Chicago. Our grandpa owned it. They start. All of it means shit. All of it. When you act like this. It's a travesty that this franchise has gotten this complacent. This franchise is an embarrassment. You talk about screens. Who's screening the coaches that you're hiring? It's travesty on how 
this franchise looks, on how the players that are the identity get tossed aside, players with upside get tossed aside, and you're continue to go with the politics. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. Anyway, Claudia. Yeah. Oh, well, I did want a positive shout out. Shout out. Sorry. Okay, go Sorry, right. Claudia. That's all right. I do want to. I want to shout out Corn Planner for throwing a compliment and a few bucks my way. So thank <laughs> you. Uh, shout out to Corn Planner for showing love in the super chat. Shout, shout out shout to out. Corn Planner. Shout out to everybody showing love in the super yeah. chat and the chat. We're not going to ignore the chat. We're not like that, but this is brand new. So no matter what, just saying this for everybody to hear if you have sent a super chat you're 100 getting on the show no matter what i will go an extra hour if i have to get through everybody yeah well they're that's, automatically starred so we have a thing on the that's show. good i that like that. They're auto- yeah they're automatic there's a button there automatically that means we will go and you know we'll go through and you know and Obviously, we'll, we'll this put way up we, other comments. We'll never too. miss it. I like that it's automatically stopped. Yeah, it So anyway, Claudio, you got a shout yeah. out as we. Wrap I'll make it up. quick. It's late. Yeah, obviously, shout out you guys. Shout out everybody. Um, not on the show tonight. You know, hope everything's good. Shout out to all the fans in the chat. You know, uh, always great content, great comments, um, and uh, yeah, I'll shout out my daughter Ava. She's going for a little minor procedure tomorrow so we'll uh hopefully she, everything goes good it's, it's fine oh <laughs> not that one i think she doesn't watch this show i mean i shout her out i watch it but uh i feel like i need to as the father you know i need to say cheapers creepers shout but, yeah, out to it. ava yes yes shout out yeah, to definitely. ava She's a beautiful girl, Claudia. Thank you. All her yeah, looks this, from her mom. She, she come does, into the game right. when you come to Chicago? I, I'll Listen, I ask them every time I come out there. I ask all of them. But, you know, they got school and they work and this and that. So we'll see. We'll try. Okay. You know, Sheree yeah, wants to meet these girls. Adriana, my older one, the 20-year-old, maybe she'll come out. We'll see. Depends on the time. If she's off from college, if we're going in December, she might, she might come out. Because we'll we haven't, we haven't we made that... we, we might even, we might not survive if we go this team. But I mean, have have you figured out the date yet, or still? No, not? no still because not. I'm with Steve. All of the season and the playoffs, I, it becomes an unknown. That's the oh, only okay. thing. Well, I'm going to the Commanders game. So well, Venom, Cherie, Venom are disappointed in that. Cherie, are you? Go- yeah. You know what? I was actually, I'm going to be two hours away in Pennsylvania on that day coming home i might come down there and go to the game too there okay. you go you guys I can sit, sit together i don't know if we're gonna be able to sit together but well, I, I already got with... my tickets with a group so yeah it's all right i might just come Is down a and group get a on ticket and point? just go in there <laughs> oh my god bears seat bears tickets should be 48 bucks coming uh, up yeah right when they come back anyway I don't even know if I could support this team with. I won't buy one swag, not one. This is terrible. Anyway, want to shout out all you fans, everybody that supported us. Jim Larison, I saw Tom Lavin, Sean Stewart, my, 
and Rada London, the pup, Jack Baller, Corn Planner, Fit for 30, Hector, Tom again, David Smith, twice, Bill Wagner. I think, was it his birthday today? Or was that someone else I saw? They were talking about Ryan Poles. Oh, Ryan Poles. Billy Caulfield, Lil Puff, Jeremy Foyer, Diabetic Coochie, Christopher Brown, David Smith, Lawrence Chisholm, Hector, Billy, Pepe, Steph, Froilin, Jim Larison, David Schlickler. I hope I said it right. Oblox 3069, uh, Lawrence Chisholm, Ronetta, my girl Ro, Robert Stachin, Roast Beef, Cherie, not at Arby's, according to Cherie, Rel, Jeremy Anastasi, my guy, Brian K, uh, Lunatic was throwing $10, baller, $10 our way, Matt Hepler, Mike, uh, Mike, Matt Hepler twice, Ethan Counts, Mike V, Jimmy Larison twice, Bears, Jim, Jim, Jacob Schroby, Gio, Perry Franklin, Jeremy Anastasi again, Jacob Schroba, Sean Stewart, Gary Kadokin. There you go. Dan, just Dan, just Dan, shouting you out. All of you fans, all of everybody that supported this network and continues to do that, thank you so much. We'll be live again. We're going to wrap this up. If something crazy goes down, a coach is fired tomorrow or any other, pay close attention to the, uh, if you're a patron, pay close attention to the bell as we might pop up live tomorrow here on TTNL. For Cherie, Lady Bear, and all of you fans, please smash the like button if you haven't subscribed yet. What the hell are you waiting for? Also, shout out to my boy Adam Rank. Appreciate you. Adam's going live on Wednesdays. Then he tells everybody, we are the tailgate for TTNL on his show. He's obviously one of the best guys in the business. I love him. So I wanted to make sure I shout out. I, I, someone clipped it and sent it to me. That's the kind of class act that, that that guy is. So I love you, Adam. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. We have from the Bear Report, Zach Pearson. He's going to jump on with us to try to unravel all of what transpired with the Chiefs as well as the Bears. We'll see you next time on the best bear show on the planet. The tape never lies, keeping it 100. Hey, fuckers, this is Brian Erlacher, and I'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. Oh. Tape Never Lies Network, man. <laughs> the tape never lies. Keeping it 100, like I'm keeping it 100 when it comes to the Bears. I think the, the tape, tape never lies, right? The tape never lies. Never does. Not smart. Get your hat and get the bell up the field. This is Lauren Cox from Locked On Bears, and I'm keeping it 100. You guys know the tape never lies. Hey, this is David Kaplan. Listen to me. You want to learn football? Listen to my guys, Phil and Shane. Keeping it 100. The tape never lies. Network. Courtney Cronin, beat reporter, covering the Chicago Bears for ESPN and ESPN.com. And I am keeping it 100 on the tape, never lie. I'm Raymond Harris, the quiet storm. 
aka Ultra Back, and I'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. Home of the greatest Chicago Bears fans on earth. 